What's up, guys? Thanks for pressing play on 90 Day Fiance, Crazy in Love, the podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. If I could bottle her scent after an 18-hour flight, I would. The one <laughs> and only, Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing I can f- see that. I'm sitting in front of a fresh, a very fresh Teresa. She smells good, as always, but... I just showered. I know. That's why you smell great. But even after an 18-hour flight, you smell (laughs) as good as Ziyed. Oh, thank you. Yes. I always always think about it when we fly somewhere and we get off the plane. I'm like, "Mm, do we smell? You've never pulled a Darcy. You've never beelined it. I never had a reason to pull the Darcy. Well, because you always smell so fresh. I mean, I use deodorant. I'm not going to lie. You know? Mm-hmm, that's good. That's you know, good. Anything like, else you want to tell our friends? I don't fly with makeup on. Oh. Because that's the word. I put mascara on just a little bit. And then I remove my contact lenses, put glasses on. And I have a little lotion and a little Vaseline in mm-hmm. my purse. Mm-hmm. And this is what I do when I get off the plane. But not because of the way I look. But because I'm so swan and my skin is so dry after the flight. Yeah. I have to do this. These are yeah. my steps. My <laughs> you should, steps. You should put out a YouTube video. I of probably your, should for all the people suffering with dry skin as I do. Of your regimen. Yes, that would be very helpful for people. Come maybe, on. Maybe I'll do that. Come on. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's something I'm going to do for the world. Anyways, forget YouTube for now, but make sure you follow us on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy in Love. Also, make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening right now. Just look down and smash that subscribe button. Smash like it's hot. And one more ask, if you could. I know it's a lot, but if you could leave a review, we would be forever grateful. So wherever you're listening, smash that subscribe button and leave us a little review if you don't mind. And if you're not listening on Apple Podcasts, I know a lot of you guys are not, but you want us to read your review on the podcast, just jump over to Apple Podcasts if that's possible for you. If you're on an iPhone or an iPad or a computer, jump over there, leave us a review, and then jump back to wherever you are right now and keep listening. But I think Apple Podcasts is one of the few platforms where you can leave a written review so that's why I'm saying that. We love reading your reviews. We we genuinely do. So jump over to Apple Podcasts, even if that's not where you're listening. L- little review. Jump back. Boom. Thank you. Thank you. And speaking of reviews on Apple Podcasts, we got another nice one here that I wanted to read. This one comes from Amy Dex, who writes, I have really been enjoying this podcast. John and Teresa are Hilarious. Oh, thank you. I've been working out of my car a lot, so I ventured into the podcast world. A lot of podcasters don't have great banter or they have really annoying voices. I'm happy to say these two are neither of those. Oh, my God. The fact that she said her voices, especially mine, are not annoying, that just makes me so happy. I think your voice is more pleasurable than mine, so... I don't think so. Oh. My, I think my voice is uh, a little too deep for deep for a lady. Mm-hmm. But it's, and, and it's the, okay, it's you. And the accent and... You know that there is a part of me that's always going to be self-conscious about the way I speak. Yes. There are times that I forget about it when I feel comfortable. Like right now I feel comfy talking to you guys, talking to John... 
but I still, you know, it's sitting in the back of my head. Sure. Try you not know? to think about it. I know. Everybody loves it. I'll never forget the one review we got that said, Teresa is a delight. It was one of the first reviews we got. And I almost quit the podcast. I was, I'm not a delight. Nobody I think thinks I I'm cried. You did cry. You did it's cry. It's just, it makes me so happy. And it's almost like, I don't want to say it boosts my confidence. It's I still need to work on myself, but it makes me happy yeah. and makes me want to do this even more. Well, that's why I'm saying these reviews, they do mean a lot. They might, oh, they definitely they do. might not seem like much to you guys, but for us who kind of just sit down here in front of a microphone and aren't sure what's going to happen or not sure if you guys are going to like it or not, the only way we really know that you like it is the reviews. Exactly. And thank you. Thank you for the beautiful review. Yes. Amy Dex. Amy thank Dex. Thank you. That was very nice of you. So if you guys have something you want to say, Apple Podcasts is probably the place to do it. Yes. All right. Before we get into the show, how about a little self-promotion, a little self-promo? Ooh, I thought we were going to do 90 Day By The Way. We'll get there. Oh. We'll get there. But Self-promotion? Yeah. All okay. right. Let's do it. So this is exciting, at least... We hope it's exciting. Starting in February, we're going to start covering one of the TLC journeys from Discovery Plus. We're going to start covering one of those mm-hmm. on the podcast. So Yay! it's just just going to be a bonus episode each week. Probably not going to be as long as this one, but we think it's going to be fun. We think it's going to be fun. So a hundred percent. We already watched a few and. I love it. We love didn't watch it, love it, love it. them all the way through, but we no. we wanted to get a taste for mm-hmm. it thinking about this idea. And so we watched a few and it's great. If you guys don't know what it is, basically they break up the show into couples and then they just make a journey about that couple. So you'll follow whomever, um, Lauren and Alexi, from day one until the last scene they filmed And it's just linear. It's just their story Mm -hmm. in a linear format. And those are like all the 90 days they've ever appeared on. So it could be, you know, the regular 90 day. Then they were on, you know, happily Happily ever after, after, pillow talk, whatever they were on. It's all going to be covered. And I was going to add, it's on Discovery Plus. Mm -hmm. And I know not all of you have it or not all of you want to pay for it, which I totally understand. We got it for free because we have Verizon. Yes. So like if you guys have Verizon, look into that. But if you don't, even if you don't watch it, you know the couples, right. you know, you've been there, you watched the original. So us talking about it, I think it would be awesome either way. Like you have, a, you know, Discovery Plus or you don't, you watch it or you don't, I think you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, I think it's going to be cool because... We've only been doing this podcast for a handful of months. Mm -hmm. You haven't heard our thoughts on earlier couples. So here's kind of a chance to do that. And as Teresa said, yeah, you guys are familiar with all these people. But to make it even better, to let you guys have a say in this, this is what we want to do. We've narrowed it down to three couples we want to cover. But we want you guys to vote on one couple. That we should actually podcast about. Which couple should we podcast their journey? Mm-hmm. So we're going to put up a poll on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy and Love. So make sure you're following us there. We're going to put up a poll in the next couple of days where you guys can vote. So should we say the couples we're thinking of right now? Yes. Okay. Three couples. And again, we wanted to do couples that 
It's fun. It's exciting. You guys are familiar with. There's a lot there to talk about. Yes. And we all love them or hate them or we love to hate them. <laughs> so we have narrowed it down to Colt and Larissa, mm-hmm. Danielle and Muhammad, mm-hmm. and Darcy. <laughs> and Stacy. <laughs> Who knows? It's Darcy and whoever That's she's true. with it. Because I think. I took a peek. I think she's got 20 or so episodes. And each episode is, you know, 30 to 45 mm-hmm. minutes. So we'll break it down. We'll cover one podcast per episode. Yes. It's like Darcy from Jesse through Tom. Yes. You know, all the all the breakdowns, <laughs> ups and downs. The whatever. breakups and the breakdowns. Yes. That's good. That should be a show. So, again, Colt and Larissa, Danielle Muhammad, Darcy. Oh, yes. So kind Do of the. You? Yeah, what? I was just going to ask, do you, because we didn't discuss this actually, do you have a favorite? Like, is there a couple that you would love to talk about? And I know you and I narrowed it down to these three, but which one would you prefer? I think to be completely honest with you guys, I will be pumped either which way, because I think it would be hilarious to go back to Daniel and Muhammad because they're so early on in the franchise and things were a little bit different back then. And it was just a lot of drama. Colt and Larissa, obviously, I could talk about Colt for 10 hours a day, <laughs> and we sometimes do. And mm-hmm. Darcy is just a train wreck. She's a dumpster fire. But you kind of root for her, so there's some sort of part of you that— It's funny you said that because, like, deep down, I always root for her. Yeah. I'm always like, girlfriend, you're so crazy, and I love it, but you do deserve happiness. So I'm, like, hoping she'll find it one day. I mean, we've said it on previous podcasts— we want the drama, but at the end of the day, we want all these people to be happy. Yeah, well, we're not mean. Like, no. we, I would never wish anything bad to anyone, especially to people we don't personally know. Of course. And so, they're providing us drama. Yes. We're just here to support them in that journey. It's an entertainment. So, yeah, like, sometimes we say, you know, some questionable things about them or we joke. It's all good fun. But at the end of the day, like, we don't want to harm anyone or we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings because... Hey, like, you know, we live in this crazy world. Yeah. We all just got to love each other a little more. And these are these are three couples or groups of people that I love and somewhat love to hate. Mm -hmm. I would be happy with any of them. I don't want to steer you guys who are listening one way or another. I want you guys to truly vote for who you want to hear us cover. Can I give my take or not? Are you going to say one couple? Look, I I have a favorite couple and I have a reason for it. But, you know, obviously. I know, but everyone's going to listen We are researching air fryers because you got me guilted into it from the listeners. We got a Christmas tree because you got all the listeners. So I don't want you to say one particular couple because then everyone's going to vote because everyone loves you. And that's what we're going to cover. I want to do whoever they want us to do. All right. That's fair enough. If you want to go through each and say what you like or dislike, that's fine. I don't want you just to say, oh, I want to do Darcy because of this. All right. Let's just leave it up to you guys. Yes. Speaking of the Christmas tree, I'm going to give you an update. (laughs) John fell in love with the tree to the point that he was having a hard time throwing it away yesterday because it was so dry. It was so dry that we couldn't even turn the lights on because it would be a hazard, a fire hazard. (laughs) Here's the thing. We live in Florida. It's 70 or 80 degrees sometimes in January. I'm from New England. I miss the snow. I miss the cold. I miss the fireplace. 
plugging in that tree at night for some reason made it feel like mm-hmm. New England. It made it feel cold. It yes. made it feel seasonal. I, oh, I totally agree with you. I just was nervous that the tree is going to get on fire. No, we were very safe, but we did. We dumped it yesterday because I think on one of our lives, everyone chimed in and said you can keep it until, I don't know, the 8th or the 7th. Yeah, we I kept it what. until the 10th. Hey. It was my first tree. It was hard to say goodbye. I know. And I'm so <laughs> proud of you for loving that tree so much. We're going to have to do it again. We are going to do it again. And actually, you, we got a baby tree. So we didn't get like the stand with the water. But you can get stand with water. Really? Like a yeah. dog bowl? Ours looked like a dog yeah. bowl. We just didn't put water in it. So, so basically, the tree lasts a little longer. It doesn't dry it out so fast. Mm, good to know. All right. So anyways, that's our little self-promotion. Look out on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy in Love in the next few days to vote on this poll. We guys hope you are going to enjoy it. I think you will. I think we're going to enjoy it. So just a little bonus, a little bonus for you guys. I'm excited. And as we said, if you guys don't have Discovery Plus, I think you will still enjoy this because we all know the couples. For sure. All right. You want to do a little 90 day, by the way? Yes, that's my favorite part. Okay. We talk a good amount about Cameo on this podcast, mm-hmm. but here's something new and something I didn't see coming, if I'm going to be honest. Larissa recently made an announcement that moving forward, every dollar she makes on Cameo, she's going to donate to charity. I saw that too. You did. This is breaking news. I'm glad to see you're up with the breaking news. Every dollar. So basically every every penny. Every penny every... is going to charity. So Well, she, that's awesome. It's fantastic. She says her focus is going to be on victims of domestic violence, specifically immigrant victims, because that's something she herself experienced. What, when she was being beating out cold? Beating up cold? <laughs> yes. Right. I don't know if she's raising money for Colt or if Colt turned a hand on her. That story was messy, but this is a great cause. Yeah, so, I'm sorry for joking about this. I know it's it's a serious topic. Domestic violence is very serious. And, you know, kudos to her for raising money for an important cause. For sure. We're not taking sides. I'm just saying I've heard both sides and I don't know which to believe in. That's why we're not we, taking them. We all, we all have seen both sides on yeah. TV, you know, like. One minute looked like, oh, Cold is the bad guy. You know, right. the next minute looked like Larissa is the bad guy. Then Debbie was the bad guy. Oh, well, so- Debbie is always <laughs> the bad guy. So it's like, I almost like they're equally so bad. Yes. That we love to hate them so much that I cannot take sides. But it's a great cause. I'm glad she's oh, yeah, doing totally. this. She's giving back. She says it's her dream to create a foundation, the Larissa Foundation, to aid immigrants that have found themselves in situations of abuse, whether marriage, relationships, work related. So she's going to be giving, like we said, every dollar of her cameo to this charity of her choosing and other people can weigh in and say, I think this hmm. is a good charity. You should That's donate. Awesome. Here's the thing, though. Okay. She's charging $100 for Cam. Yeah, I saw that. And I think it's always been around there. I think it's always been in the 90s or 100s. And I know it's for charity, but that's a hefty price tag. That's a lot of money. And at least I know from the charities I've given to in the past, there's always an option. You say, I want to give $25. I want to give 50 So maybe, and I don't think you can do this on Cameo. I don't know. Why don't you do $25 gets you a little shout out. $50 gets you a 10 second message. $100 gets you the full message, Mm. right? Because 
$100, I would love to donate to her charity, but mm-hmm. $100 is $100. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of money, but I get it. But what I think is that, as we know, other people on Nighty charge around $100 just for a regular cameo, you know. So the fact that she charges $100 that actually is going to go to her foundation and help right. people is not that bad. I mean, again, it's a lot of money, but let's say, you know, you want a birthday message from Larissa. You would want it regardless, right? That's a good point. Right. But she was instead getting of people, her collecting the money, she's going to donate it to a charity, which is awesome. Right. She was getting people to pay this price before. So now she's saying, well, continue paying it and I'm just going to donate it. That's amazing. So where is she going to get her money from? Because she's bailing on OnlyFans, apparently, as we I talked about last week. I think she is. And now I she's bailing like on Cameo? She was in Vegas or she is in Vegas shopping in one of the malls I always go to when I'm in Vegas. Yeah. It's like an awesome outdoor outlet. Woohoo. Okay. And she bought a ton of stuff and she was posting it on Instagram saying for OnlyFans, like for photo shoots. Mm. So why would you be spending all this money for OnlyFans if you're bailing on them? That's a good point. We'll stay tuned. We'll Mm -hmm. let you guys know. All right. Maybe it was like a scam. Okay. By the way, number two. Okay. Speaking of cameo, this one's about the cameo king, the self-proclaimed cameo king. And I have to ask you, is your dinner fully digested? Yes, I guess. Okay. Then we can proceed. Can I guess who it is? Yeah. Well, it's the cameo king. Is it Ed? It's Big Ed. I was going to say Tiny Ed, but sure. Yes, it's Big Ed. He so. gets on my nerves, but <laughs> keep going. <laughs> he just released a video on YouTube titled Big Ed's One Wet Nap Barbecue Rib Challenge. I think I saw a snippet. Then you're one of the 10 people that saw this. So, And I, I, I could not. I cannot. I cannot unsee it right now. (laughs) In this video, he eats ribs from three different local barbecue places. And the challenge is while he's devouring these ribs, he can only use one wet nap, right? So he's getting very, very messy. We know he's, we know he's not afraid to throw a little mayonnaise in his hair. And now he's clearly not afraid to just cover himself in barbecue sauce, but he's eating these ribs getting very sloppy. At one point, he has a bowl of macaroni and cheese on the table. He just scoops it out with his hand. I didn't get that And starts eating. And then a couple minutes later, just starts rubbing the ribs on his face. Okay? So this is bad, right? But it's not the worst part. Gross. You want to know what the worst part is? Yes. This video is ASMR. What does it even mean? Okay. For Therese and you guys who don't know what that is, autonomous sensory meridian response. Basically, it means you have a microphone that picks up every little sound of what you record. So you hear him chewing, you hear his saliva, you hear everything. (laughs) Guys, I watched this so you don't have to. I, oh my gosh. So I'm watching this going, this must be a viral YouTube thing, right? This must just be a thing taking the internet by storm and now Big Ed's jumping on the bandwagon to try to get some clicks. No, he's the only video doing this. Why? I have no idea. So here's my pitch to you. Please buy his cameos or something so he stops doing (laughs) this because $59 is a small price to pay to put an end to this. 
I was gonna say, I mean, I think I still think I saw a snippet on Instagram. Yeah. But I didn't turn the sound on as I never do. And you're you're lucky that you didn't. But I was gonna say why he gets on my nerves is because all his Instagram, you know, lives, he's basically just promoting himself and asking people to pay yeah. if they want to jump on the live with him. Yeah. And every single time there is a young girl, he's like, oh, I hope you're over 18. Well, I think he's doing that to protect himself. I don't think that's a terrible idea. Well, but yeah, he is making people buy these Instagram badges yeah. to go live with him. And it's it's like, I get it. Like, it's the way you make money. But at the same time, like who pays for it? People pay for it. And I'm, sorry, I'm just mind blown because the last person I want to talk to face-to-face is big ad. Well, I don't think a lot of people like him. I joked about it a minute ago saying you were one of the 10 people watching this video. But when I saw this video, I think yesterday, it had like 8,000 views, Jeez, which is not a lot, right? I'm sure he thought if he's going to embarrass himself like this, it's going to go viral. But it was a flop. It's a flop. It's gross. It's disgusting. Don't watch it. I, I'm almost regretting talking about it right now, but I think it's good for you guys to know, oh, don't click on that thumbnail if you see it. It's nasty. You know what's crazy? At the beginning when we were introduced to Ed, I felt bad for him. You know, it's like his body image and he was talking about like the illness he has, yeah. his daughter issues. So I was like, man, like I feel bad for this dude. Like I was hoping that he finds his happiness. But then he started acting like an asshole towards, yeah. you know, the girl. And I cannot just, I forgot her name. Um, oh, now I forget it too. I was going to say Hazel. It's not Hazel. No, it's not Hazel. Anyways, started acting like an ass. Rose. Rose. Yes, thank you. And basically then all those like pill talks or, you know, when they were commenting on, yeah, you know, oh, uh, it was just crazy how rude he was. Yeah. He's and not I, a great human being. I was being. like, who is this guy? Just, he went from... Oh, like, I feel bad for this dude. You know, I hope he's find his happiness to like, oh my God, like get off the TV. Yeah. You're just rude <laughs> and you're annoying and I don't like you. And I can't eat mayonnaise anymore. Oh, so I, oh my gosh, I cannot take, I cannot even look at mayonnaise without thinking of his hair. Ugh. Oh, and now I can't eat ribs. I think one time he smeared guacamole all over his body he's got a weird please thing don't going. tell me that because i love guac yeah i won't show you I that live, video i live for guacamole yeah so please do not show me anything guac wait what is it guacamole guac oh yeah peel the avocado yeah what it's is like that pe- it's like it's like this grandma peeling peeling the avocado and singing but what is the song guac? it's like isn't it guac? It's peel the, the avocado, avocado, peel, peel the, the avocado, guacamole, guacamole. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you should put that as the soundtrack, the big ed. That's disgusting. All right. Uh, Anyways. I can't believe you just sung <sighs> the avocado song. Well, we also, we're in like a YouTube viral video thing right now, because right before we jumped on to record, we were watching, what are the guinea pigs? Yes. The uh, hello, darkness, my old friend. And yes. It's, it's two guinea pigs and one of them is eating a broccoli or something. Yes. And the other one's just devastated by it. But the other one had a little piece of pepper in front of him. <laughs> he just would not eat it. Would he was not too eat sad. It. Guys, look up that. Look up hello, darkness, my old friend. Guinea, guinea pig. pigs. Guinea pig before you look up this Ed video. Yes. You'll thank us later. All right. Enough, by the way, is enough self-promotion. Let's talk about 
Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, the OG. OG. What'd you think of this episode? Episode six, I want to say. Okay. I love it. I always love it. And I will never say that it's the worst because it's not. The worst we already lived through while (laughs) watching the other way. But as much as I enjoyed this season, this particular episode was a little slow. I thought it was a little slow. I also thought it was a little sad. I thought there were several sad storylines. And we'll talk about them. Okay. But I would say at least half the couples. I didn't find it that sad, to be Hmm. honest. But All right. It's because you have no emotion. What are you talking about? You're a cold European. How often do I cry? All the time. You see? (laughs) (laughs) You you cried during the guacamole song and the guinea pig. I didn't cry during the guacamole song. You were like, they're wasting guacamole. (laughs) Get in my belly. There are just certain things that make me cry, like stray dogs, Mm. puppies, Mm. seals. Guys, did we try to tell you we were going to take a dog for a day? Oh, we didn't, but I was so sad. Uh, Well, talk about another time. Long story short, we were going to go to the Humane Society and take a dog out for a day. It's called the Dog Day Out. Dog Day Out. You grab a dog that's up for adoption. You walk him around with a little adopt me collar. Basically, you know, the dog gets some fresh air. You get to spend the day with the dog. Yeah. Well, we showed up and there were no dogs available for us to walk with. Well, which is actually a good thing because what that means is... All the older dogs who've been there for a while get adopted and they got new dogs who weren't trained enough yes. to, you know, or they didn't know them enough for us to take them out. So it's actually a good thing. As as devastated as I was. She was devastated. I was also happy because, again, it meant dogs get adopted, which is awesome. Yeah. I don't know why I just brought that up. Anyway, let's talk about 90 Day Fiance. Let's talk about Mike and Natalie. Right. Yeah, I was surprised we opened up with Mike and Natalie. Trying this whole breakfast thing one more time because it didn't go well the first time. So here we go, round two, right? Second time's a charm. Okay, I, I don't want to be rude, but, you know, Natalie is a pretty girl minus the makeup she has in those little, what do you call it? I don't know. Those intros. The interviews, like with the, the interviews, producer? interviews, yes. Yeah. That makeup was just ridiculous and she looked like a clown, but I I strongly believe she wasn't the one who put it on her face. Maybe it looked good in the cold, dark corner of Mike's house when she was applying it and then under the lights. I don't think she was the one. I think the show does it. Ooh. Oh, for sure. Ooh. They do the interviews, makeup. I actually heard it from Devin. Oh, really? Yes. Someone needs to get fired then. Because she... Looked like a legit clown. She's a pretty girl, naturally. That's what I said. Like, she is a pretty natural girl. She's so annoying that I cannot stand her. Right. But she's very pretty. Yeah. And then someone went and messed it all up. Like, if she was ugly, Mike would be, like, so out. You know that it was someone on production who, because, again, we thought she used to be pretty, got so fed up with her attitude that was like, all right, Natalie, you... You broke the like, camel's. Show me the cheeks. You broke the camel's back and now I'm going to screw with you. She seriously looks like a clown. Like, I'm hoping that she's watching and it's like, what the F? I think if she sees herself, she must. Because, so we guys posted a funny meme about this on our Instagram. Shout out to Teresa for yes, that original meme. I woke up this morning, the sleepies were still in my eye. She was like, how about this meme? And I was like, <laughs> that's pretty good, I guess. Posted. Well, it's because 
It's so true. And again, to Natalie's defense, I don't think she was the one doing the makeup. So jokes on TLC, but she did look like clown, a yeah. clown. So, all right, they're they're at Mike's place. It's the morning. They're going to do breakfast again, but this time Natalie's going to take the reins and cook something because no French toast, right? I think they're still mourning the French toast morning. So it's time for something new. No French toast. So she did croissants instead. Which, which is another French breakfast, which I think is hilarious. Which is full of carbs as well. Not it's, that we don't love it. I I love croissants, but it's not diff- healthier. It's not healthy at it's all. It's probably the same ingredients, bread, butter, eggs, yeah. right? It's not French toast. I think it's she French just rolls. baked them. So no eggs, but still, mm. yeah, it's bread. Yeah. So her <laughs> whole thing about my eating healthy Okay, but why do you make croissants for him? Make him, you know, make him eggs, make him protein. It was almost like she was testing him and setting a trap because she makes these croissants. She puts them out on the table and she's like, Mike, do you want do you want another croissant? He's like, no, 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 no. I got to take it easy with all the bread. And she lit up like a Christmas tree. It's like love. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Love. Like. Yes, you need to lose weight. I need to gain weight. <laughs> Girl, half of the world just started hating you if right. they didn't hate you before because that's not what you say as a girl. Don't say that as a partner when there is cameras in front of you saying even you need that, to lose weight. But as a girl, like you don't say that. Right, you don't right, right. say that. That's I, a good point. I was hated when I said, <laughs> so I bought a Quick story. I bought my wedding dress, right? Mm-hmm. And it fit me well. So I said, oh, I don't even need to tailor it, right? And I was hated for that. Well, long story short, by the time I actually wanted to tailor it a little bit just to like make it shorter, I gained some weight. Uh-oh. <laughs> Stress eating? Yes, I guess. And so I was told they need to like take it in oh no enlarge it so i was like oh shit so then i was on a diet so i didn't have to pay extra cash but i was hated for having a dress that fit me so her saying that she needs to gain weight oh come on right right (laughs) so mike is not vibing the croissants i think maybe it's because he's kind of spiteful of how the french toast Breakfast went down. Natalie Maybe. Didn't, Natalie didn't want to eat the French toast, so he's not going to eat the croissants. But she goes, if you just lose some weight, you'll be gorgeous. That's... If you... Oh, if, if you told you, me that... I was going to say, if you told me that, I would be so mad at you. But that's different because, again, I think it's not appropriate to talk about a woman's weight. I think it's a little more accepted to talk about a guy's weight. We're not, you know... I don't think we're as self-conscious about it. But that's not how you do it. Like I would, let's say you got a little belly, right? Yeah. I would never be like, oh, John. You're telling me I got a little belly? No, you don't. Because I know I did in quarantine. No, I know you I actually look very good. But you. Uh, if you did, I, I would never be like, oh, don't eat that. You're a little fat. I would be like, hey, like, how about we going to go to the gym together? Right. Like, I would try to, you know, do some activities with you instead of, you know, Making you feel bad about well, yourself. Well, I think that's what maybe in Natalie's twisted mind she was doing. She was saying, we both have weight issues. You need to lose. I need to gain. So just give me a couple of your croissants. I'll take it off your plate. And they're doing it together. Again, the fact that she said she needs to gain weight 
it's terrible. So the the only accept the only fact what I when I would accept it would be if she was anorexic, visibly right. anorexic to the point that she had issues. Then yeah. I would be like, yes, girl, like go for it, go for it. You need to get healthy. If she was starving herself and then she finally had the realization, oh, I need to eat something, good. But she's she seems healthy. She's athletic. She works yeah, out. Like she it. she takes care of herself. She says she eats right. And so I now, don't think she needs to lose weight. I don't think she needs to gain weight. She needs to lose the attitude. Is what she needs exactly. to lose. Exactly. Yeah. So. Did you see the chairs that were around the kitchen table? No. They were, it It made me lose my appetite. They were mismatching office chairs, like computer chairs. Ew. Leather computer chairs, but they didn't match. <laughs> it, was, it was the strangest thing. P.S., speaking of this strange kitchen, Mike also has a huge jug of protein powder in his kitchen. So Brandon's not the only one, or Julia, <laughs> as we've decided. All these guys are into their protein because I think probably, and this is just me putting myself in their shoes, you sign the contract. You're going to be on TV. You go, I better hit the gym. I better mm. start taking some protein, hit the gym. I want to look shredded for my TV appearance. Maybe. Because Mike had a ginormous jug. Of whey protein. Or it's just there. like, oh, I want to snack on something, but I'm trying to like stay healthy. Who snacks on a protein shake? I don't know. Not me. I hate all of yeah. them. We still need to hook you up with Brandon to find out what's a decent tasting protein. I, I found mine. They sell them at Costco. Yeah. It's like the only one I can actually swallow without getting nauseous. Of course it's from Costco because everything we love is. I love, I live for Costco. So it's been two weeks. Right. It's been about two weeks. Natalie is still not feeling at home. Speaking of Natalie feeling at home, did you see the huge cross? Oh, yeah. Do you think she brought that? Of course she did, because Mike is not religious. Is that? And listen, guys, I am not a Christian, but I don't think you put a cross on top of your fridge. Is that what you do? My grandma, so in Czech, my grandmother is highly religious. You put a little cross above your entry. Sure. No, that's fine. You can put a cross above your fireplace. And put she a cross has on a side crosses table. all over the place, including her neck. You so. put you put your jug of protein powder on top of the fridge. You don't put a cross up there. I feel like, I don't know, I mean, that doesn't feel If you want to look at it, I guess, you know, you spend a lot of time in your kitchen. Why not? Yeah, yeah. But I was more curious, like. It was huge. It's almost like, all right, like Mike allowed her to put this big cross on the fridge that should make her feel a little at home. Well, he's got alien books and DVDs all over the place. I don't know. If, I don't know if you saw that. I did not. But I know cleaning, he talked about it when they were cleaning out the drawers for Natalie. On top, there was some like History Channel alien documentary. Well, maybe that's why he loves living in the middle of nowhere, so he, he can like oh. he's hoping some UFOs will come and land, and you know. Have a chit chat. That's good. Go one. back. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're lighting fireworks too. They're sending signals. Maybe. Like we're here. I know it looks like nobody <laughs> lives here. We're here. That's interesting. That's, that's true. That's, that's, a, that's a good point. So yeah, Natalie's not feeling at home, but at the same time, she hasn't unpacked. So here's my issue with this. You show up, you've made this commitment. You're coming to be with Mike, your fiance or whatever you consider him. 
And you don't unpack. You are setting the stage and you're setting the tone for this relationship. Like I might bail at any minute. Mm -hmm. So I know she's upset that she doesn't have this ring. But how do you expect him to feel secure in the relationship if your packed suitcases are sitting on the floor for two weeks, like you Very might leave, true. like you might leave it in a minute. hotel, right? Even sometimes I go on business for a week. If I'm there for a week, I might unpack in a hotel, yeah. even knowing I'm leaving a week later because living out of a suitcase for a week, it's not ideal, right? She is a intending to stay there forever. Unpack, mm-hmm. unpack after, okay, maybe not the first day or the second day, but you're home alone all day, every day. You have plenty of time to unpack. Well, we learned why she didn't unpack. One, you know, she didn't have enough drawers. And two, mm. Mike's closet smells. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about the smelly closet because it's one of two things. It's either where Bojangles used to sleep and that's why it smells bad or he's growing weed in there because the look she gave him when she was like Michael it smells it it smells Michael okay I have a third option which I think it's that's gonna be it okay. are you ready yeah he keeps his dirty laundry bag in in his closet but he doesn't do his laundry too often or like his feet sweat too much. That's very generous of you to even think he has a laundry basket because <laughs> I feel like he just takes off his yeah, clothes, throws it in the corner. That's true. Let's it kind of so air out. That's it. He, tr- he throws it in the corner Yeah. and it just sits there. And, you know, here and there you forget a sock. We all lose socks. So yeah, that's possible. But I don't think that's the reason she didn't unpack. She didn't unpack because... She kind of made a point. I might leave. I might leave at any moment. She says, Mm. she says, it feels like I'm camping. She goes, it feels like I've been camping here this entire time. And kind of, I kind of see your point. I mean, they're building fires to stay warm. And she's always complaining about the elements. And I wouldn't (laughs) be surprised if you need to wear bug spray in that house. So I see the camping. I I see the camping vibe. But she gets into this argument with Michael. So he says, all right, let's go. Let's empty some drawers out. Let's make some room for you. I wonder where is he going to put his clothes? He's probably going to hang them. He might hang them because she's not going to hang. She doesn't hang her clothes. She's not going to hang. I love hanging my clothes. Natalie doesn't know how to hang. I think that's the theme. Like she can't hang. She doesn't have that personality. She's not as chilled. No, she's definitely not as chill. (laughs) Did you see Mike's Bluetooth in his ear, though? Yeah, what, all the time. Who's still doing that? Do people still wear Bluetooths? I don't know. I don't. I mean, you have AirPods or yeah. you have Bluetooth in your car. I don't I don't know if that yeah. Bluetooth from Radio Shack is still a thing. <laughs> anyway, so Mike says, all right, let's clear out some draws. And all of a sudden, Natalie is as happy as when Yara got an iPhone. She starts kissing Mike, calling him a genius. She is truly the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde here. Yeah. I mean, I don't think calling him a genius for removing his clothes from the drawer no. was the right thing no, I to think say. It was, I think it was, you're a genius because you're trying to make me happy. Like, oh, 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 you're so smart. You just figured out that for me to stay and for me to be happy, you need to do some things for me. You genius. <laughs> so she kisses Mike on the cheek. And then Mike immediately wipes her kiss off. I didn't see that. What? Did he? Oh my. He 
So they're sitting at this table eating <laughs> you, breakfast. You guys should see John's face. He got so excited. <laughs> she smooches him on the cheek. He immediately picks up a napkin and just wipes it off. Maybe while she had sitting. a lipstick on? That's fine, but let it let it marinate on the cheek for a minute or two. True, let the sentiment true. and the love just infuse and then wipe it off. Yeah, you don't like booping when I put some lipstick on. I don't want lipstick on my lips. It's obvious it's not my lipstick, but it's on my cheek. Oh, someone kissed him on the cheek. Mm. Also, you're sitting at home. Just That's a good point. Let your fiance kiss you on the cheek. Well, not that fast, but the fiance, am I, I right? Know, I know. I don't know what to call. She's not a girlfriend. Well, she's in between because she was a fiance and then she blew it. Like right. If like if I was a dude, I proposed to someone and the girl lost her mind and threw it back at me, yeah. I would be done. Exactly. I would be so done. Exactly. So the fact that she's actually in the US is a miracle, but because you can tell that Mike is very bitter about it. Like he, it still bothers him. Like I don't you know can which, see. I don't know which side is the crazy one, but she probably threw the ring at Mike as Dr. Jekyll. And then came to America as Mr. Hyde. Maybe. And I don't know. I don't know which is which, but. (laughs) Yeah. Like if you threw your wedding band at me and said you're done, you would be done. We'd be done. Because I think. Game over. Thanks for playing. That's a crazy, crazy gesture. Yeah. Like so disrespectful. It's so disrespectful. That's it. That's uh, the end of it. Yeah. Like when she did it, I didn't think they're going to be on another show. I thought they were done. (laughs) Glad they're not. So it's, oh, a, yes. it's a new day. But once again, Natalie's doing the same old thing. She's cleaning the house. She's like, it's boring. I want to die. And then she looks directly at the camera guy and giggles. She pulls basically like a Jim Halper from the office. We love referencing <laughs> that. She looks at the camera after she says it and like giggles. So I'm thinking, what are the odds she's banging a camera guy while oh, Mike's at work 16 hours a day? Right? You know she's not home alone. I never thought of that. There's a camera guy there. Or a girl. Hey. You. Who knows? Very true. Who knows? I mean, someone should introduce her to Netflix and chill. (laughs) Someone should introduce her to the chill more than the Netflix. I mean, I love working. I love my job. I love everything I do. But if someone was like, okay, there are two or three weeks you don't have to do anything... We no worries about, you know, anything else. I would probably just watch Netflix. Or she seems like an athletic girl. Yeah, go for a run. Go trail out. running. You yeah. live in the middle of the wood. Go trail running. Go fishing. But no, she'd rather complain. Well, all the fish are dead from the firework <laughs> display. So so Natalie doesn't like being a housewife in the countryside. It's too much work, she says. She even had to remove her nails which was very emotional for her because she loves her nails. I love my nails too. I haven't done it because of COVID-19, but... But you can still clean the house with nails. Yeah. She says, I only see dirt on my hands now. And I'm thinking, on your hands? Oh, she said something like, oh, this is, you know, the hard work in America. Right. America is so hardworking. I only have dirt in my hands. Does she think that everyone in America farms? Well, probably where Mike lives, yes. <laughs> but I don't think she just had dirt on her hands. I think, was that dirt on her cheeks? Was that brown blush or what was that? I think maybe that. Was it mud? Maybe it was a mud mask. Maybe she's 
giving herself a spa day while she's home alone. That'd be something. <laughs> or to maybe do. the cameraman or a woman Ooh. don't like her, so they did that makeup to her. That's what I'm like, saying. Girl, you look amazing. That's what I'm saying. So, but really, who's making all this mess though? That she's seemingly cleaning for 16 hours a day. She's the only one there who is making this mess. How much of a mess can Mike make well, the three hours a day he's there not sleeping? I also don't think Mike ever cleaned the house. Right. So you're basically cleaning the old mess. So by the time you actually get to the point it's totally clean, it's hard. Or well, that's true. It's like one of those like older places that you cannot fully clean. Well, I mean, how long was Bojangles living there? Because I'm sure he left a disaster behind. So maybe she does have a lot to clean. I. Like, I feel like if you don't clean constantly, like I do, then the mess gets worse and worse and worse. So then one cleaning session won't fix it. So all of a sudden, Natalie's mom calls her. Her mom is so cute. So cute, but so naive. And I feel bad for her because now- whose fault is that? Um, It's Natalie's fault. It's kind of her mom's fault. Listen, we talked on the live last night how her mom was sitting on the bed in between Mike and Natalie That's fighting true. and still like, this it's is like, the greatest relationship you guys ever. love each other, be together. Yeah. It's like make out. Oh, so Natalie's mom's like, are you wearing your ring, your beautiful ring? Which I think is totally prompted by the producers because who asks that? When's the last time your mom asked if you're wearing your ring? Well, my, I, she actually did ask. Once we had a conversation, she just asked me if I'm wearing my rings at home. And I said, no. It's a European thing, I guess. So, yeah, Natalie's like, no. Because my mom doesn't. My mom has lots of nice rings and jewelry. Mm. She doesn't wear it around the house either because you clean, you do stuff. So you don't want to damage it. And I do the same thing. You know, I put my rings on when we go out, when I have phone, you know, Zoom calls. Right. You know, but I have no reason to wear it around the house. When I eat and clean and sleep and hang out. Fair enough. So Natalie says, no, no ring. Shows her mom she's not wearing a ring. And mom doesn't understand why. So Natalie goes, oh boy. I don't know if she's lying or optimistic, but she's like, Mike's probably going to surprise me with it. He's probably going to surprise me with the ring. Mm. And I bet Natalie thought Mike was going to whip that ring out at the waterfall. How perfect would that be? No, but nope. Or maybe he could have dropped it in the, what was it, mudslide? Oh, the root beer flow. (laughs) (laughs) You know, instead of a champagne. The greatest moment on 90 Day Fiance talking about putting a ring in a beverage was Junie. Oh my God. In Vegas, putting, I think it was in ginger ale. Yes, because Devon was was underage and pregnant. Was she underage? No, she was pregnant, I think. But he's so nervous, he knocks it over (laughs) and breaks it. Oh, poor Junie. Classic Junie. Poor Junie. So... She tells her mom, yeah, he's going to surprise me with it, I think. And Natalie's like, oh, is Mike romantic? And Natalie goes, oh, Mike is very, very romantic. Like, mom, he did a whole fireworks show for me and the fish. (laughs) He ordered me a dessert, tried to get me drunk off it. He's so romantic, mom. Like, did you hear Natalie saying that, you know, her mom is getting old, so she doesn't want to give her any, you know, negative I information. I subscribe to that. I subscribe to Do that. Do you? Yeah. Kind of. Maybe not. Maybe not as serious as lying about a wedding. So this is how I see. Like I talk, talk to my parents often 
and I tell them things, but I would never make up stories, right? I would never, and we don't have issues, but let's say we were fighting, right? Over something. Yeah. And my mom was would be like, oh, how is John? I'll be like, oh, like, I guess he's at a gym, you know, like we had a little argument, but all good. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go deep. I like how I'm at the gym in that story. That's good. <laughs> I wouldn't go deep. It's either the gym or the shower. Well, you got to shower after you work out. But, you know, I would never go deep with my parents like, oh, why we were fighting or whatever. But I would not be like, everything is amazing if it wasn't. Well, like, I don't I cannot, know. I cannot be fake. I don't if know you, that I, Natalie if, said it was amazing. She said the wedding is probably coming, which it should be if you're here on a K-1 visa. True. But do you think it's coming? Mm, I, I think so. I think so. I do think so. And I don't know why I think that, but I do. Well, it's like I want them to get married just because I want to see the wedding. But at the same time, can Mike actually stand her forever? Mm, no. I'm, you know, people get married and people get divorced. So I'm not saying they're going to be happily ever after. But I feel like getting if getting married, should you should only get married when you're a thousand percent sure. Yeah, if that exists. If you have questions, like I'm sure they both do. You should not get married because those questions are going to come back and haunt you. Yes. And that's how divorce happens. Yes. So, okay. Basically, long story short, Natalie tries to change the conversation, talks about the waterfall, but mom is like, no, we're talking about the wedding. She wants to know she's invited to the wedding. And Natalie goes, Michael wants it to be a small event. Only us. And Bojangles leading the ceremony. <laughs> but yeah, Mike just wants it to be the two of them, which I don't know. That's suspect. I almost feel like the wedding for them would be, all right, you know, we can stay together longer. Let's give it a longer trial. Yeah. We still have a lot of issues to work out on. So maybe if they do go through with it, they can eventually have a bigger wedding after mm. they're like, you know what? Our relationship is solid. It was a good thing. Let's do it. That's a good thought. It is expensive to have a big wedding. Yeah, so. and plus like if you have issues, you're not sure about whether you want to be together or not. You don't want to invite 50 yeah. people to witness <laughs> you it. You don't want those witnesses. No, that's a good point. So they hang up and Natalie tells the camera she really just wants the ring back. And she's not sure... Even if there's enough time on the K-1 visa for Mike to get to the point where he wants to give her the ring back. I mean, they do have time compared to other cast sure, members. Sure, but Mike is moving at a snail's pace. And I don't blame him. No, I Again, don't blame him I at all. I don't blame him at all. I like Mike. He's a nice, tall guy. Yeah, that's that's the nicest thing you have to say about him is he's tall. Like, that's your like, compliment. Well... He, like he, I'm saying he's a nice guy. He's not trying. I'll say he's not trying very hard. But I, again, I don't blame him. I guess. And he not, was trying hard in Ukraine. He was trying hard to make her happy. Until he. was he, trying hard <laughs> to make her understand like, hey, I get it. You, you are religious. I am not. But it's okay. I respect you. You should respect me. And she was like, I don't think I can be with someone who doesn't believe in God. It's like. No, and he was so nice to her up to the point she threw the ring at him. Up to the point he went to the bar in his pajamas. Oh, that was excellent. <laughs> I was like, go Mike. Yeah, that's my dream. That's basically uh, SantaCon in New York City. Yeah. When you just go to the bar in your pajamas. Have you ever been to SantaCon with me? 
No, you went once and I was sick in yeah. bed. Yeah, you left me. Well, you, you told me to you go. You left me, you ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> you told me to go. I know, because I don't want to rain on your parade. <laughs> anyways, anyways, speaking of people who would go to SantaCon, how about this next couple, Jovi and Yara? Yes, we love Jovi and Yara. <laughs> Just because they joined our live no, last night. I, so, okay. I first thought that Yara was a little spoiled, still a little prima donna. I still do. But this is why, yeah, she might be, you know, a little fancy because she's a pretty girl. But why I changed my mind a bit is like two things. One, we watched, was it Diaries? Yeah. Diaries about Anfisa no, and George. Journey. Journeys about George. Anfisa and George. And Anfisa is the OG Ho. Yeah. <laughs> She's the OG money ho who literally did not love George. I don't think she did. Maybe a little bit, but she was so nasty to him that anyone compared to her is an angel. And two, we watched the episode and I was like, Yara was genuinely sad and upset that Jovi was leaving. And then he was apologizing for leaving her in Albania. She was like, you know what? That's okay. Like it happened. And I could see the genuine relationship. That's why I'm like, you know what? She might be fancy. She might be a little posh. Sure. But she is in it for him. She's not in it for America. She's not in it for the money. She's in it for Jovi. Yeah, I don't think she's using Jovi for a green card. No. The only reason I was team Jovi and thought slash think Yara is a brat is because in my eyes, Jovi has gone above and beyond to provide for Yara and Everything he does is not good enough for her. He's upgraded his apartment solely for her. He buys her the rug she wants. He buys her a new iPhone. And, and she was happy about it. She was happy about the iPhone. And the rug. Not the apartment that he put down more money on than he needed to for her True. to come in and go, oh, it's small. It's This is not up to my but standards. But maybe, you know, she was, it was a culture shock. I Maybe guess. she had the same expectations as everyone coming to America. So for her, it was small. I but started, yeah, I was gonna say, I started to be okay with Yara after she met Mother Gwen, hated the food, but bit her tongue until she was in private to yeah. talk bad about and it. And even like on yesterday's episode when she was hanging out with Sarah and Sarah was literally bashing Jovi. Right. Yara was still like, oh, that's not the Jovi I know. Like, oh, I, did I do... You know, it was this a mistake? I, is this the guy I know? Like, right. was like genuinely surprised and upset. She wasn't like, oh yeah, like he is a party boy. Like yeah, what? <laughs> like she, you could tell that she was surprised. She was upset. She was saying like, oh, that's not the, the guy I know. That's not the guy I want to be with. She wants yes. a real relationship. She's not like, oh, as long as he keeps paying for things, yes. I'll be with him. And I, at that moment, what I saw yesterday. She can be a posh girl, whatever, but I believe in them. So let's talk about him. We see Jovi, he's packing his bags. He's getting ready to leave for work. He's going to be on that boat for a month where I can't imagine cell service is going to be great. So that is probably going to be an Wi-Fi? issue. Maybe. Whether I don't know. cell service or Wi-Fi, I just don't think he's going to have a ton of time True. to communicate with Yara. I've never been on a real boat because I'm afraid of the ocean. Yeah. And the sharks. Okay. And the octopus. All right. Thanks for sharing. This is, a, sh- safe, this is a safe place you can share I your shared fears. it yesterday on the live. Yeah. So I'm sharing again. I once was on a boat going from France 
to England and I threw up five times. Yikes. Yeah, we're not going on a cruise. I don't want to go on a cruise. So <laughs> Jovi's packing up and I'm going to say it seemed like it wasn't enough luggage for someone who's going somewhere for four weeks. I was weeks. thinking the same. It was a duffel bag and a backpack and you know that backpack is just for his koozies so basically it's just <laughs> a duffel bag maybe you know they wear some sort of a uniform or like you know khakis and a, and a t-shirt he probably wears a wetsuit at work or wetsuit he's diving and- right i don't know he dives he goes does he i think he goes and he dives and he fixes things underwater what? Come on, I thought you researched his job and told us he was all making six figures. I researched his salary. Yeah. Not the details. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure he dives. I don't know. We should mm. probably research. Yeah, we'll have to. Jovi, message even us. cooler. Yeah, Jovi, message us and tell us actually what you do because there are so many questions I'm surrounding your job. I'm very curious. I'm yeah. very curious because... Yeah. It sounds awesome. Like regardless if he's on a boat and does something like robotics, you know, through the computer or he goes down. I think he's on the boat ways. and then I think he dives. But who knows? Well, I, we'll we'll find out. I definitely saw him scuba diving and I think Yara scuba dived too. And there was questions about whether she lost the baby because of the scuba diving, I thought. Oh. I could be making things up, guys. You're like who so knows? deep into this. So deep. Anyway. <laughs> So he's leaving, but there's still that elephant in the room, the big blow up from the night before at dinner. I think they handled it well. It's almost like Joey apologized and he said if he knew that Yara had to go to the hospital, he wouldn't have left her. Yeah. And then Yara was almost like, okay, it happened and it's in the past. Like, let's move on. Which I thought was very mature from her side, from her point of view. Instead of like keep the drama going, she was like, you know what? It happened. I'm not mad at you. You know, I'm sad you're leaving. Let's focus on this. Well, in the Uber ride to the airport, they do smooth things over. And this is where Yara says, I'm I'm not mad. I just get upset when I'm reminded of the past. But didn't Yara bring it up over dinner? Wasn't she the one that just kind of brought, oh, do you want kids? Because I don't really trust you. So yes, she brought but it also, up. you know, she wanted to discuss kids, which couples should discuss kids. We discussed kids. You should discuss it, but then don't get mad. If you bring up the conversation, maybe don't be the one to get mad. I mean, agree to disagree. Okay. So, look, they smooth things I'm over. I'm like so team Yara right now. And I'm still team Jovi. Oh, it's I like, fine. Listen, I like them both. I'm like team Yara and Jovi. Yeah. No, I, I like them together, I think. I, I think if anyone is a money ho-bag, ho yeah. money ho-bag, it's Julia. What? Why do you she, think that? She's who? She doesn't want to play with the baby animals on the farm. But Brandon just, doesn't have money. Brandon's never got her a new no, iPhone oh or no, a fancy rug. Brandon paid for all the travels. That's true. And she expects him, oh, Things aren't going to work out. You're just going to get a new apartment. She doesn't understand. Wait, he has to save some money. He paid for all that. Like just the fact that she doesn't get it. I have a feeling she made more money as a go-go dancer than than Brandon does squashing bugs. Well, I don't know. I'll research because that's a that's a interesting question. I don't know how much an exterminator makes exterminators make. No. Well, Let's go back. To I it. feel like people who do jobs that are not as popular, like pathologists. Pathologists? Yeah. You uh, make 
way more money because not many people want to do that. What were you reading recently? Because why would you just pull up pathologist? I was reading a crime novel. Oh, <laughs> well, I think pathology is kind of, you need to know what you're doing. It's probably yeah, some but education. Like, you work into. with dead bodies. That's, yeah, like, I know. Who's, who wants to do that? I thought you were going to say a garbage man because they make decent money. Yes. Oh, that comes with it. Yeah, pathology like is kind of a specialty. It is a specialty, but it's like, you have to have a stomach for it. Sure. Also, what about one a interesting mortician? job? Yeah. I don't even know what that is, but when I was 18, I worked at a bar and there was a group of people, maybe in their like mid 20s, who were like regulars. They come all the time. And one of the girls always talked to me. And her job was she was the makeup artist for dead people. Yeah, that's a mortician. Oh, <laughs> I think so. And she made a lot of money. She made like five times what I made at the bar working all the time. You know. Just putting makeup on dead people. And she told me how it's done and I cannot forget it. And it's been 12 years since she told me. You know who I think did Natalie's makeup? A mortician. A mortician. (laughs) (laughs) She told me that you put newspapers inside a mouth and you glue the mouth. What are we doing? What are we talking about? Out of control stuff. Can we talk about Jovi and Yara, please? Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So they get to the airport, and yes, this was an emotional goodbye for me, as we kind of said at the top of this segment. It was the first honest moment I've seen between them where they looked like more than just a one night stand. They yeah. looked like a couple. And they did look like a couple to me before, but they were always arguing. It was always something wrong. It was the rug. It was Yara didn't want to <laughs> go to the mom. It was Jovi drinking all the time. Jovi wanted to go out. But yes, and that's why I'm saying this episode made me really believe in their relationship. But Jovi goes, I'm going to miss you so much. And Yara goes, how much? Like in dollars. No. Yes, you missed that. She goes, how much are you going to miss no, me no, in he, dollars? She says so much. She asked how much in dollars. Like, No, she did not. Of course she did. No, give me she a do- did not. Give me a dollar amount. How much am I worth? How much do you miss Play me? Play it for me. Oh, well, I'll, show, I'll show it to you later. No, are you, okay, okay. Are you joking? Or? No, I'm not joking. That's not funny. It's not a joke. I'm telling you she said it. Unless I misheard it, but I'm pretty I sure. I did I'm, not hear it. No, yeah, she did. I thought he said, I'm going to miss you so much. And she and then said, she goes, yeah, no. and how she much said, in dollars? No, she said so much. In dollars? No. She wanted to hear her value I have in USD. to revisit it. She wanted to hear her value I do in not USD. recall that. Okay. Well, did you notice when they were hugging goodbye, you could see her fingers and she had an engagement ring and also a wedding band? Did you notice she was wearing a wedding band also? I did not. Okay. So pay attention, Teresa. <laughs> I don't, you think they are married? She just landed. No, I think she's posh and just wants to wear extra jewelry, but she I feel like I, eventually I want a, a second wedding band. Jeez, who are you? You're spending too much time with Yara. <laughs> so. I mean like for one of our anniversaries. Okay. All right. Slow down. Slow down, Teresa. What? You, are, you said it yourself. Okay. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. You said it yourself. <laughs> You're just bringing it up because you want all of our friends listening to be like, John, you should get Teresa what she wants. Get her another <laughs> ring. I know how you work. If I now. wanted, I would be talking about Peter Pan, a.k.a. the dog oh, we saw we at the Human Society. <laughs> Peter Pan. I'm sure Peter Pan's adopted by now. Peter Pan was a baby. Yeah, he was a cute dog. Anyway, so it's a new day. Peter Pan. Yara. 
It's a new day. Yara is alone. She's back at it, organizing Jovi's closet. That's her hobby. That's what she does. And Yara says, this is a weird thing. She tried to walk around this city alone, but someone threw up on her shoes at 12 p.m. <laughs> I can totally see that in New Orleans. Yeah, but for some reason, I don't think she's completely innocent because how are you just walking around and someone magically throws up on your Maybe shoes? Maybe she stepped in the puke and she didn't mm. want to admit it. Maybe that's it. That's it. That's I a mean, good point. I've never been to New Orleans, but I was in Savannah drunk at 11 a.m. or 12 p.m. Well, yeah, because it was my bachelorette party. If someone <laughs> threw up on your shoes, that means you were talking to someone who was wasted and they threw up on your shoes. So I don't think you're that innocent. If That's that a happened. good guess. But, you know, maybe it was a homeless person or uh, someone. <laughs> so she's talking to a homeless person. Well, if someone asks you directions, you you know, you, you answer. Okay. And All right. You, I don't know. Or maybe, you know. A girl was asking if she has a lipstick. And I didn't say it was a guy. I'm not uh, trying to say she was stepping out on Chovy. I'm just saying ooh, she was okay. clearly talking to someone who was wasted and they threw up. But also I was going to say 12 p.m. in New Orleans. Yeah, that's I, midnight anywhere else. I was going to say, besides my Savannah stories, we went to Nashville. Yeah. It was the same thing. I was four whiskeys in by noon. Oh, yeah. I was like on my third or fourth Bloody Mary. Yeah. So quit your judging, Yara. It's. I have to say this is not European style. People don't drink for lunch. People That's because drink in Europe, until you guys, 7 a.m. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You guys are <laughs> sleeping off whatever you just drank until the wee hours Very the true. Every time you go out and check, I always wake up. And I'm still drunk. That's true. Anyways, so Yara, she's going to go out with Sarah. We remember Jovi's friend, Sarah, right? They're Mm going to go get their nails done because Yara needs something to do. But here's the thing. They've never met, but she's bored. YOLO. She's going to do it. Serious question here, Jovi. Why wouldn't you Take some time before you go leave for a month and introduce Yara to your friends. Why wouldn't she take a night and say, hey, let me introduce you to Yara so you guys can maybe spend some time together mm. while I'm gone. Instead, maybe he just you don't takes have time, you know. Come on. She has a kid. Sarah does. Yeah. Okay. When you have a kid, it's not that easy. Pop over there for a half hour and just introduce your fiance to your True. friends so that she doesn't True. feel so alone. I have to say, I... Whatever Sarah said was exactly what I expected her to say. Because what? she was bashing Joey when he went there to pick up the TV. Oh, yeah. It's like, Joey, like, you love strippers. <laughs> you basically live in the strip club. Yeah. So her bashing Joey too in front of Yara wasn't surprising. No, it wasn't surprising. But even Yara was a little surprised. Well, it, the situation was surprising overall, but I wasn't surprised that she did that. So, okay, they're at the salon. And before Sarah starts bashing Jovi to Yara, she asks Yara if they're going to have a baby once they get married. And Yara goes, yeah, but first we need to find Jovi a job here mm. so he isn't away all the time. Like, does Jovi know Yara is looking for a new job for him? Because Sarah tells the camera, Jovi's never going to leave his job. He loves his for, job. Right. Which, so, 
I don't blame him. You're not on the same page, Jovi well, and Yara. They should probably talk, but I find it almost cute that she wants him to be around her. She wants to spend time with him. Well, no, she just doesn't want to raise the kid by herself. Listen, if George and Anfisa, if George was uh, away every other month, they would probably still be together. That's a good point. You know? <laughs> right. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. So the fact that she actually wants him close to her is a good thing. But yes, they should probably talk about it because I don't think he should quit a good job he loves. Right. But Yara has grand plans. She tells Sarah, I want to open up a salon in New Orleans. And that just gives me Nicole and Asin flashbacks. Like, how's the store, Nicole? Well, there is no store, Yara. It was a way for Yasin to get money from Nicole. I know, but just Yara wants to open up this store. Well, she said she was doing makeup in Ukraine, so it wouldn't mm-hmm. be... Her like I'm just gonna do this. It's like oh, that's something I know, right. and I wanna you know I wanna make money, so I would be interested in doing it. Which I think it's great. I think it's good that she knows what she wants to do. Yeah, she's not saying oh I wanna be a housewife and sit at home. I guess some people would think she has good style. I don't know, and and want to go to that salon. But make it's it's not just putting on makeup. It's you know. It's eyebrow threading and fake lashes yeah. and all that stuff. You just get certifications. You know, you you learn. Well, so, I have her first customer. Who? Natalie. Oh, yeah. Natalie. Anyone. Yeah. Anyone should take over. Just a couple of Ukraine girls. They can Even figure it out I'm together. sure Mike or Bojangles can do the makeup better than TLC. <laughs> so then this is where it gets I don't know, a little uncomfortable. Sarah starts spilling the beans about Jovi's past life as a bachelor. I So I didn't understand why she did that. No. Because as you said yesterday, she's supposed to be Jovi's friend. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be talking him up, not down. Yeah, where does your loyalty lie, Sarah? She's talking about Jovi would just get blackout drunk all the time, partying till 3 a.m., friends with all the strippers. They peed in his bed. Yeah, so I teased this on the live last I night. I was just going to bring it up. So uh, this is not a personal story, but one of it my best friends. Not be. One of my best friends, we're going to call him Matt to protect the name of the innocent. Okay, he told me this story when he was in college. He was a hockey player, so he kind of, you know, ran in that circle. There were a lot of puck sluts was the term. A lot of girls who just wanted to get with the hockey players. And he went home with this girl one night. She stayed over his dorm room. Who knows what they did? I don't know. I didn't get into that detail. But he woke up to her. What she said was spilling a glass of water. She she was hung, she was hungover. She <laughs> went to go get a glass of water so she can have a drink. I don't know. Got back into bed and spilled it. And so she goes, "Oh, Matt, I'm so sorry. I just spilled this glass of water." And Matt's Ew. like, "Oh, like that's okay. Like no worries. It'll dry." So they leave. Matt goes to practice. That next day and all of his buddies obviously knew he had gone home with this girl because she's a puxla and everyone knows about her. And he's telling him, yeah, no, she was spent the night, blah, blah, blah. And one of his teammates goes, did she spill the water? What? <laughs> and Matt's like, how'd you know? And they're like, we, we didn't tell you, but that's her famous move. This girl, every time she what? drinks, pees the bed. Oh. <gasps> 
Every time she gets drunk, she pees the bed and she thinks she's so smart that she spills oh my God, She spills it. a glass of water to try to cover it up. But if you do that with two, three, four guys on the same hockey team, she's they're all going to talk. probably moved to a different sport. Yeah. <laughs> like go to yeah, the soccer football, team. Yeah, are there any football players in that school? Ew, that's crazy. Yeah. But when Sarah was telling the story about the stripper peeing the bed, that's all I could think about. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So even Yara's, I don't know why Sarah is saying all these things. She's confused by it. I'm confused by it. I'm sure you guys listening are confused by it. Like, Sarah, be loyal to your friend. Yeah. This is your first day out with this girl and you're saying Unless she was testing her. Unless she was like, you know what? Let me tell her all the bad stuff now so she knows. And if she still sticks by him... That's probably love. Or have you ever been in an uncomfortable situation where you're just trying to fill the silence? So you just start saying things and as oh, you're, all the time, right? You're like, why am I telling this story? This is not good. New York City elevators. Oh, yeah. I if it was someone I didn't know personally, but I see them because they worked on the same floor. Yeah. The worst. You just start talking. You were like waiting for elevators. As you're as you're telling the story, you're like, why am I telling this story? <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's what happened to Sarah. Exactly. She's trying to just fill the silence. Maybe. Well, I don't think so. I think she planned it. I think she actually was a little stra- strategic. Maybe. But Yara says if Jovi's gonna be a party guy, she's not gonna stay with him. And she also said that's not a Jovi I know, so Right. He's changed. Yes. He's changed. And that's all that matters. We all have a past. So mm-hmm. you can't really judge what was going on before you met your significant other. Unless you killed someone. Or left them in Albania. Yes. Or, you know, if you're married or have kids, that's definitely something you bring up. Other than that, you don't. Or you could, I guess, it's because Sarah did. Yeah. But let people mature and grow and let's not judge people. And what they did. Especially what's in the past is in the past. This is how I see things. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I agree with you. Okay. Next couple. Sure. Andrew and Amira. If is, we have to. Is that you and a couple? Like what happened not to yet. Amira? It's not where, a couple yet. Where is Amira? I think this whole thing. I don't know. It probably. She probably did get detained for a couple hours. And I think they're trying to stretch this thing out to the whole storyline. Because I Maybe. think there's nothing else there. Well, I believe they are or were a real couple because there are pictures, you know, when she came to America, they were in Vegas. Yeah. So that's definitely, I believe it's real. I just think this is, this is the plot twist. This is what they're trying. I saw something funny on Instagram. People were searching flights from wherever he is to Mexico City. Mm-hmm. And flights were like $25 during the pandemic. Yeah. So people are saying, why is he staying oh. at the resort instead of booking this really, really cheap flight to Mexico City and find out in person what's going on with Amira? I mean, there are a lot of why is he doing this questions. Yes. That's just one of them. And that's Every a good single question. time he calls someone, he speaks, he asks if they speak English in Spanish. <laughs> Here's, here's I I know more Spanish from watching Dora the Explorer. Yeah, here's here's my question. Speaking of a lot of questions, right? Andrew's alone at the resort in Puerto Vallarta, right? That's where he's supposed to meet Amira. They're gonna quarantine for two weeks before going to the States. Okay. 
Is that truly quarantining if you're at a all-inclusive resort? I mean, there's going to be the servers there, the waiters there, the bartenders, the front desk people, the other guests. Well, the idea is that you're not in the EU. And fun fact, I'm part of all these, like, you know, Czech and Slovaks in America groups on Facebook. And in the past couple of days, I saw at least 10 posts about people asking how to bypass come to the U.S., and people are saying, go to Mexico for two weeks, go to, I think, Croatia for two weeks, go to outside of the Schengen region. Yes, Schengen region. You have to stay out of it for two weeks and then you can cross the borders. I just, so it's a thing. And people, actually real people that I know or I know someone who knows them are doing it. I just don't see how the U.S. would be cool at that. You're not quarantining. You're sitting in Mexico for two weeks interacting with I, other guests and I bartenders. And- but all I have to say, and I have a friend who, you know, had some issues with her visa and then got a pass to come and leave to the U.S. I mean, come to the U.S., but she was supposed to leave. Obviously, she wasn't going to. So she bought a plane, a return plane ticket, a cheap one that she never used, but she did have to show it. And they huh. let her inside the U.S. You know who I'm talking about. She's your friend too. Okay. But she thought of all that. Yes. She and clearly I was on a different message board than Andrew. I think that the reason why Amira wasn't let in was because she only had a one-way ticket. Maybe. We don't know. That's what we're assuming. Well, yes. But something happened. So Andrew's alone. He FaceTimes Lori and Connie, his mother and sister. And they're like, did you make it to Mexico? And Andrew goes... I did, and it's been the worst day ever. Amira didn't make it. The way it. he said it, he made it look like she died. Like she died. He goes, Amira He's didn't like, make he, it. With his serious face and a ponytail, Amira didn't make it. Yes, yeah, like she caught COVID on the flight over, and she didn't make it. It was. He is he's so, so dramatic, dramatic. So dramatic, right? He is a long-haired cult. He's such a cult. He is such a cult. And I was getting flashbacks of Cole and Mother Debbie when they were on the balcony eating breakfast and Debbie was feeding him when Andrew was on that balcony. Ew, I can't. Yeah, I can't. I know. So then this guy goes, I knew there was a risk, but I was optimistic. I thought the worst case, they would just put a mirror back on the next flight to Paris. And it's like, so wait. You knew this was sketchy. You knew there was a risk, but you forced Amira to come to the States anyway. That's a little evil, mm-hmm. right? That's a little evil if you and we knew all, this. we all know he did that. The dad knows he pushed her. But That's in, why he's mad at him. But in my mind, I thought he was feeling great about, oh, this is going to work. No problem. No, he admits, I knew there was a risk. Of course he knew. And I think the main reason why he pushed is, and it's almost I don't blame him for this specific reason, is because they are running out of time, of time yeah. on the K-1 visa. So he just wanted to do whatever it takes. So he tried. Because he's selfish. That's he selfish. Is ve- oh, very selfish. Why didn't they go to Canada? Someone I, they speak English. I, well, I don't think you can, I, there is a ban. Mm, from Canada to America. Yes. Maybe, maybe you're right. Yeah. I'm not sure, guys. I'm, I I didn't look this up. So I'm just guessing because otherwise, why wouldn't you? But in the same time, he lives in Southern California. I guess Mexico is closer and cheaper. Yeah, but you don't speak the language clearly. Yes. So then his mom sounds like she's reading a cue card and she's like, is this 
going to affect her coming to the USA? Maybe she had a little <laughs> script written on her cards. <laughs> so that conversation ends. Andrew hangs up and just starts moping around the hotel room, doing calf stretches on the balcony. And there's this solemn music playing on the TV. Like, you know, in the edit, they put this sad music on the TV. But for some reason, I really feel like he's also playing that music in his hotel room Mm -hmm. because he is so dramatic that I can just picture him like pulling up a sad Spotify playlist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Just like heartbreak playlist. And then just walking around the hotel room crying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, question for you. Yeah. Do you think we're going to see a mirror with Andrew? So in the scenes from the next, she is out of the, the out of the detention center. I didn't wash it. I went to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, so she's out. But she's at a hotel and it's definitely not the same hotel Andrew's at. It looks like a nicer hotel. Maybe she's in Mexico City? Maybe. Maybe she can get... She definitely missed her flight. Right, so maybe she's staying over at a different hotel before. So, oh, interesting. I so she did gets not out. know that. She okay. gets out. I don't know if she's going back to to France or if she's going to meet him, but she gets out. Not a spoiler alert. It was on the scenes from mm-hmm. the next. Okay. So, okay, it's the next morning. Andrew gets on the phone. He's trying to call immigration centers or airports or who knows. Like, it seems like he's just going through the phone book, calling any number that has to do with airports or immigration. You think he could go talk to the front desk people or go talk to the concierge. It's Canadian for Geisha. It's <laughs> <laughs> another office quote. We love the office. But, you know, he's holed up in his hotel room by himself, just cold calling anyone from the yellow pages, it seems like. Go downstairs and talk to the front desk. Someone who speaks the language. Yes, exactly. Get a translator. Someone who can help you. (sighs) Yeah. I feel like he's trying to think, but he's not thinking. I'm trying to think, but nothing's happening. Yeah. I don't know what that's from, but (laughs) nothing is happening. So then he FaceTimes Amira's dad because her dad is concerned, obviously, with what's happening. I felt so bad for the dad (sighs) because he was looking at him like, this is your fault. Well, he tells the cameras, he's like, there's a possibility Amara's parents might blame me for this. And oh, it was the first think? time he basically he met Amira's dad, Ugh. which I thought was weird. If I was going somewhere to marry someone, I would probably want my parents to meet the guy at least over Skype. Yeah, do a little FaceTime. Yeah. This is the guy I'm going to go start my life with. But no, this the first interaction with Hamdi which is Amira's dad is in this, in the Mm -hmm. heat of this moment, he FaceTimes Hamdi and immediately compliments Hamdi's shirt. He's like, you have a very lovely shirt. You got to get on his good side, you know? I know, but- all you have left. This is, this is how the husband acts on Dateline when he's killed the wife and he's trying (laughs) to play cool with his parents. Like- Oh, yeah, yeah. Just talking about random stuff that has nothing to do with that's, what's actually happening. That's an happening. interesting point. You have a lovely shirt and tie on, Hamby. So well, creepy. I feel he's so dramatic, so like very graphic is not the word vocal. Graphic. Yeah. Like when he was calling everyone. Over and, the top. He, over he's the, over the top. Yes, exactly. You got it. Over the, over <laughs> the top. When he was calling all these people and one was people are hanging up on him. He was so dramatic about it, just like smashing the phone, like, oh, 
I think he, I think he is being dramatic because you know he's not alone in the hotel room. There's at least a camera and a sound guy there, but he's putting on this production like he does for the kids at well, daycare. Well, I actually think he films himself. No, because at some point he was FaceTiming and then someone was filming him FaceTiming. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure there's a camera crew with him. It looks like it when he's taking the shots when he's at the balcony, you know. Stretching his calves. <laughs> it goes back and forth. I do think there's a camera crew there. I think so. Um, so he's talking. Uh, Hamby doesn't really go anywhere. He doesn't know what to do. Hamby's like, I'm just going to call the French embassy. Which, as he should have done already. Yeah. That's yeah. what you do. That's the first thing you do. Because yeah, those are the things. only people who can help you. Hamdi's going to take things into his own hands because Andrew is clearly clueless. I mean, at this point, I think Amira may actually be safer in a Mexican detention center than in Andrew's custody. That's not a bad point. Because he's a little, <laughs> he's a little crazy. Oh, he's out of control. Yeah, so they hang up and Andrew goes, it is currently 5 p.m. here in Puerto Vallarta, so the plan for the rest of the day is, and I really thought he was going to say, go grab some drinks and sit by the pool, but he's like, no, I'm going to keep researching. I still have half this phone book to go through. I got to make some calls. Which is good. I guess. I just think it's futile. I think you're wasting your time. Go talk to the front desk. Go find a concierge. You should call the U.S. I mean, U.S., the French embassy. Yeah. They wouldn't probably give him any details, but they would direct him to where to find some information, what to do. Because fiancé is not a family member, but it's close. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever he's doing is not working. So change up your strategy, bruh. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. And you, I have nothing else to say about you. I have like nothing, nothing to say about you besides that you're a drama queen. And he's... He's playing into that. Look at him on Instagram, guys. If you haven't <laughs> followed him on Instagram, it's, I don't even know if it's entertainment, but it's definitely something. He is, what's the word? Oh. He is, uh, oh, I want to. Oh. Egocentric. Egocentric, yeah. Um, an attention seeker. I'm trying to think what the right term is. Right. I don't know, but he, I don't know. Hey, is egocentric. Thank you, yes. No, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> enough about them. We've given them more than enough time. Well, I hope Amira will be found. As you said, we will see her next time, which I is good. I do want to see them together. I want to see how too. they interact I together. I do too. I because just... he's so awkward. He's so creepy. Because yes, yes and yes. But we have another couple that we'll talk about later in the, this episode which we don't know if they can actually see each other or we will see them in person, which is Stephanie and Ryan. Oh, yeah. So I don't think TLC would Forgot put two <laughs> couples like that on one show. Right. I don't know. Like, you I remember mean, you the, don't know what's going to happen. Remember with- the, villain, the, <laughs> the Williams? Yeah. Like we never, we've never met him. I know. So it's, I think like it's okay to have one couple that's not going to be it. Maybe a little scam. But not to. I just think in the age of COVID, when TLC set out to film, they didn't know what was going to happen. So who knows? There could be two couples that don't meet. The Williams. The Williams, a.k.a. (gasps) Getty Images, stock photos, the Williams. The Williams. Anyway, let's talk about Rebecca and Zied. Yes. (laughs) One of my favorite couples on this 
season. I think it's a real couple. I think this is a real couple that there's love and there's a future and I'm hopeful for them. I think that just because he saw Rebecca without all the filters yeah. and he was still into <laughs> her. So, yeah, he's into it. He's into also, it. What did she think? Sending all the photoshopped photos while knowing that she's going to meet him in person. I wonder, do you think, though, that they really intended on meeting that first interaction? No. I guess not, but let's say first not, okay, you can make yourself look a little younger. But then if you make a plan to meet each other, I would probably come clean just because... It's not like, oh, you're walking down the street to meet someone for a coffee. You're flying <laughs> across the world. And I still remember Zia's face once he saw the real Rebecca. I almost wonder why she didn't just send older photos of hers or younger photos, of her, right? Send- but also, she, for her age, she doesn't look bad. So I don't think why she sent it at first place. I know, but I just think instead of putting nine filters on your face just send a photo from five years earlier and Maybe. it's still me it's the real me i mean it's still you with all the butterfly filters and sparkles is it though is i it? have to say i never post you know my selfies with filters but sometimes i check it out on instagram because i'm curious all the <laughs> girls are putting all these filters and I look fabulous when I put those sparkly makeup filters on me. You got to show me. I want to see what you look like with those filters. I look I look awesome. Well, let me see. Why are you holding out? I never save it. I'm just like, you know, I put a f- look at the filter. I move on. Make a t-shirt. Wear a t-shirt around the apartment. I'll make you a t-shirt. Yeah, Why would I wear a t-shirt? You Anyways, can wear a t-shirt. Let's talk about Rebecca and Zia. <laughs> Today's the day. Today is the day King Z, Ziad, is finally arriving in America. He's going to land in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm so excited because I love me some Ziad. I love me some Ziad. Every time he opens his mouth, it is gold. You know what I wish? What do you I wish? I wish I enjoyed the way I speak as much as I enjoy the way Ziad speaks. Well, he only says about three sentences, so that would get on my nerves if all you had were three sentences. We couldn't do this podcast. It'd be very frustrating. Oh, we, we could. You would just be rolling and I would just be like, ooh, very sexy. <laughs> that That's perfect. That's, I don't think, that's perfect. I don't think anyone would comment <laughs> Teresa is a delight I or actually, whatever. I actually think that would be a great spin on the podcast. If you just had it basically would just be, three things. It would just be you. And yeah. me just saying, oh, very sexy. You're just fluffing up the podcast. I, I will yeah. be the real fluffer. <laughs> I think I'm still the fluffer, but I'm I'm a fluffer with an opinion. No, you are so much more than the fluffer. Oh, you, thank oh, yeah, you. Yeah, you are so much more. Oh. So, okay, today is I, the- have, I have a little blush on my face. <laughs> yeah, you do look a little bit like Natalie right now. Well, but naturally. Yes. Naturally. So- Rebecca's getting all primped, all prepared to go pick up Ziad at the airport when there's a knock at the door. It's Rebecca's daughter, Tiffany and Micah. I'm vibing Tiffany's makeup. It It's interesting. It's, <laughs> if I put it on, I would look like a freaking clown. But yeah. for some reason, she's got it a vibe. goes because she's pale white. So are you. Dark, well, so are you. Yes, but I have blonde hair. I have blonde eyebrows. I have blonde eyelashes. I'm so pale. Yeah. That, yeah, I do put ma- a little bit of makeup on, but it has to be settled. Otherwise, I do look like a clown and you know it. 
Do you but for you, like it looks great on her. I it love it. Goth? Like what is the style? It's almost like a. It's almost goth. I feel like it's like a grown-up goth. Yeah, it's just a lot of heavy pink. Yeah, uh, it's like a but, pink smoky eye, right? Yeah, but it's not smoky, just pink. But it goes with her complexion. It goes with her dark hair. I like it. Yeah, I she's think got it a style. Great. Let's yeah. not let's not talk about Micah's style though, because I don't know what's going on there. It's. I was surprised that Micah is 24 years old. He's tw- Yeah, because he said he was three years younger, younger than Ziad. Ziad yeah. Which I thought that Micah is my age or a little older. 30 plus. Yes. Yeah, I guess you get into that gray area when who really knows, right? Ziad could be 30 plus, but he's 27. Yeah, that's another guy I thought is, was older than 27. Yeah. So, okay. Tiffany and Micah, they arrive at the apartment. Tiffany starts walking around, pretending like she's never been there before, just complimenting the apartment. Oh, these windows are so beautiful. This space is so great. I mean, I don't blame her. It looks awesome. I know, but you know she was there visiting her mom when her mom was married to the other Well, true, but you know when we moved to this apartment? Yes. The first couple of weeks, every single time we walked in, we were commenting on how much we love it. It looks awesome. We love it. We love the windows, the views. Like, that's okay. Like, if you love it, you just w- say it. I think it's okay, too. But I just feel like she was pretending it was the first time she's ever stepped foot in that building. Well, like, oh, my God, Mom, this place is amazing. Well, I, I, I don't even remember when you used to live I here with your ex. it was the first time she stepped into the apartment. Which Fair enough. So then you can totally comment on it. Fair enough. So then Tiffany says... So Micah and I, we're going to come, we're going to come pick up Zied with you. In the same car. <laughs> we're going to carpool with you. And Rebecca's like, uh, I don't know if that's such a good idea. I think, you know, Zied's probably going to be tired. He's going to want some space, some alone time. He kind of told me he just wants it to be the two of us. And Tiffany's like, oh, you guys are going to have plenty of alone time your whole life. Mm-hmm. This is a family affair. We're going to go to the airport as a family. You know what I'm curious about? So the apartment is a loft, right? It's a loft. Lofts are so hip and so cool and popular in the US. I loved loft style apartments, like naked walls, you know, industrial style. Do you think Zero will like it? No. Is he going to think like, oh, wow, this is fancy or, oh, wow, this looks like a warehouse? Yeah, I think the latter. I think, again, it's like... In America, we can be so spoiled that we get so spoiled to a point that we revert mm-hmm. back to, oh, we want a rough, tiny houses, tiny houses, <laughs> right? Like we're so sick of our McMansions. Now the cool thing is tiny houses. People are so into tiny houses. So that's the same thing with loft space. It's I'm so sick of drywall and insulation and carpet (laughs) i just want you know the bare bone i want to see the studs and the brick and the exposed ceiling i think Zed's gonna walk in and go i thought you guys you know were a little more modern but i love it i i love nice lofts if you like lofts that shows how posh you truly are because you're so posh <laughs> that you've reached the point where you're sick of being posh. You're reverting no, it's back. Just, it's just my vibe. It's your vibe too. Like industrial, dark, like black, naked walls. But I like when it has a touch of like modern and clean. So it has a nice kitchen, a nice bathroom. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't probably want to live in a real warehouse. No. 
but you know the love that it gets the star but at the same time it's actually done right not like david and annie who lived in well there wasn't a loft like a, a loft above a firehouse it wasn't even a loft there was just like a fire it firehouse was like, it was like an office above yeah it was like an office above a firehouse exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's an interesting question i don't I don't know how Zia's going to react. I'm sure Rebecca is so proud of the place, as she should be. It's beautiful. It is. So I'm just very curious to see how Zia's going to react. So they get to the airport. The plane is basically landing right then. So they rush to the gate. Rebecca's freaking out about how she looks. She's trying to fix her hair. Trying, oh, Tiffany, fix my hair. How do I look? And it's like... Ziet's not going to step off the plane, see a couple of hairs out of place and run to the nearest ticket counter to get a flight back to Tunisia. Well, she already saw you without your filters. Right. So you you are good, girl. I mean, You're good. He might not recognize you without a Ziet shirt on, but oh, once she, he eventually finds oh my, you. Oh, my God. <laughs> she should have done it. She should have put his face on a shirt. As she yeah. And she has plenty of them. It doesn't make any sense. That would have been hilarious. You know how limo drivers hold up those signs with the yeah. people's name? I think from now on, limo drivers should just wear a T-shirt with the person's face on it. It's like, oh, that's me. That's my driver. Did I tell you that, you know how my mom calls me a bunny? And yeah. now she calls you a bunny? I'm a bunny? Mm-hmm. Mm, don't like that, but okay. You You love it. Say you love it. Well, I have a story about... When I was in elementary school and I got in trouble for calling a girl on my bus a bunny. Well, okay. So now when my mom texts me, she doesn't say, oh, hi, bunny and John. She says, hi, bunnies. Hmm. So you upgraded to a bunny. How do you say bunny in Czech? Kraličci. Sure. Okay. My mom just said, ahoj, kraličci. Okay. So So anyways, once (laughs) it was, I think it was the one time, last time when I went to Czech without you, before I met you. Yeah. Got to the airport. There are my parents holding a big sign saying, welcome, bunny. What? Okay, that was before I went. Yes, as a joke, because I used to hate when my mom called me a bunny. Because when I was a teenager, I found it very repulsive. Like, why are you calling me a bunny? Like, I'm not a bunny, I'm Teresa. Sure. (laughs) And then my mom got so attached to it. But recently, I got almost, not upset, but I was like, Stop calling me a bunny, but it, it was a different story. I don't want to get into it. It's about that my mom doesn't see me as an adult anymore. Oh boy. She still sees me this as is a not, child. This is not a therapy session, Teresa. I know. All I'm saying is that I was like, maybe you should stop calling me a bunny. Look at me like I'm 30 years old. I'm at least a rabbit. Yeah. I'm, I <laughs> exactly. Or a hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was I, Gray hair. I was yeah. like, don't call me a bunny. Call me, you know, use my name. Mm-hmm. And my mom got like so mad for a few months. And then I got like, I was like, you know what? Just, you're so sad. Just call me, call me a bunny. And then she got so excited. So she started calling you a bunny. You know, we're recording, right? I do know okay. we're recording. <laughs> All right. Just making sure. I mean, to be honest, I forgot for like a minute. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about Rebecca and Zied? Yes. Why did I talk about bunnies? Because she held up a sign that said yes. bunny on it. Yes. Welcome, welcome, okay. welcome bunny. Okay. Yeah. So everyone's waiting for Zied. And finally, you can see those creeper glasses come around the corner and out walks Ziad. Like, the king is back. Here we go. And as soon as he starts talking, I'm just like, yes, so much yes. Like, everything he says is comedy gold. He opens up his mouth and I just love it. Everything comes out as poetry. She's so chilled and... Um, she is? 
No, he is uh, so chilled and relaxed. Yeah, he's yeah. I don't know if he's. I mean, that's the same a, thing. This is what I was say. What he's taking, like, but he's so chilled and everything is so like, good. Nonchalant. So perfect. Yeah, until everyone starts smelling him. He's probably like, oh, is this some American tradition? Every Everyone just comes and smells Smell you. Smell me. <laughs> you arrive and everyone just starts sniffing you. So he's taking it in stride, though. So chill. Everything's so good, so comfortable. Maybe he didn't smell good. Maybe he just smelled good to Rebecca. Pheromones. Yeah. So my old roommate, you met. Mm-hmm. I was my roommate in New York. She had a theory about guys' smell. Okay. And when I started dating you, she was like, does he smell good? And I was like, yeah, he smells good. But she's like, no, it's not asking like if he's wearing a perfume, but does he smell good? <laughs> I think he's wearing his mom's perfume. Yeah. <laughs> but she meant like when we like hug, we get co- you know, we get yeah. cozy. Yeah. If it's comfortable and you, you do smell like a baby. I don't smell like Mike's closet. You do not. Oh, that's positive. And, and I almost feel... I was like, wow, like, it's probably true. Like, I, I want to cuddle with you. you. There's, you know, nothing that bothers me I don't think you. you have a scent, to be honest. I think you do, but it's like a... I'm not, I'm not talking about myself. It's I like a subconscious, subconscious scent. You, what's that? Come on? You smell, like, I no. smell terrible. You smell <laughs> terrific or something. It's like, I smell bad. You smell wonderful. <laughs> it's a guy Coco Marshall. Yeah. But I'm glad I, I smell good. I think everyone has a smell that you cannot smell unless... You're trying to get intimate with the person. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's almost fer- like no, an it's attraction. Called pheromones. It's called pheromones. Or there's some chemical that's being released that attracts one person to another. So like when you when you go on your business trip and you come back, yeah. Even if you're sweaty, I hug you. You just smell so good because you just like you're home. Oh, you're so like much back. Good. Yeah. So so perfect. Rebecca so tells Zed, like I want cheese. I wanted to come pick you up by myself, but Tiffany said I'm coming with. Like and Zed's like. Oh, it's so good. It's so perfect. Like he's fine. With it. Like, I don't even know if he knows what he's saying, but he's fine with it. He's so agreeable. So then Tiffany and Micah, they're off talking to the cameras and they're like, Zied's pretty much exactly how he pictured. So nonchalant. But he's a little too nonchalant. They thought he'd be more enthusiastic. But and he it, probably would be if they weren't there. Plus, again, he was on an 18 hour flight. Right. He's a Muslim. He doesn't do PDA in public. Right. Like, I right. Think that whole thing was just so overwhelming. So I thought the way he handled it was so cool. He was so cool. There, he was non-threatening. Here's, here's he wasn't your, upset at, you know, there's Stefani right, and Micah. Just chill. Here's your mom's 20-year-old boyfriend. And he walks out and he could be awkward. He could be standoffish. But no, he comes out. He could chill. be mad. At, he could oh, be what mad. Is this? Who are these people? Why are they here? No, he's all cool. And... Tiffany and Mike are basically going to become PIs, they say. Use whatever they learned from Rebecca and Snoop on Zied because they want to see what's up. They want to try to catch him and see what's so bad or find anything negative about him. Which, right, part of me understands because of all the old, you know, old boyfriend, the bad experience Rebecca had with her ex. You know, he stole money from her. He used her for the green card. Like, I get it. I get it that probably after that happened, Rebecca was a train wreck. And yeah. she most likely went to Tiffany and Micah. She cried and they had to deal with all that. So I kind of understand they don't want to deal with it again. They don't want the mom to deal with it again. But 
they should let him do something right. wrong before they judge him. Don't punish Ziad for what Rebecca's ex did. True. Punish the ex. Ziad, he's got a clean like give, slate. Give him a sh- give him a fair chance. Right. They're going in with negative intentions. They're going in going, what can we find? What can we find? And that's you should go in going, cool. I don't have to love you, but I'm not going to hate you. We're neutral. And you can tip the scale either way. I have to be honest. Yeah. At the beginning of the season, when Rebecca was saying they will be moving in with Tiffany and Micah. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yes, it's going to be amazing. So much drama. It's going to be great. But then I think Rebecca was like, oh, man, this that wouldn't be good. Well, So she rented her awesome apartment. They can't show PDA at the airport or True. in the car. What was Rebecca thinking? Oh, we should live in a house together. They're on the car ride going to that restaurant. And Rebecca's like, oh, Ziad can't show PDA because I Tiffany. I leaned on him. That was nice. Kind I of like know, cuddled. but she was still being conservative because Tiffany and Mike are there. It's like, you're True. being conservative in the car with these two. You wanted to live with them? Probably not the best idea. True. So even though Ziad says he's tired and not hungry, they're still going to go. They're going to drag him to a restaurant because Nobody on 90 day can get off an airplane and go get a shower and some sleep. They got to go tear up the town. Yeah, I I was thinking that was a little too much. If, a little bit, yeah. It was like, oh, let's go to the house, have a drink, and then they'll go home. Maybe. Right, right. No, we're going to go. We're going to go out. But Do- they didn't take a no for an answer. No, they were just, no. They, they didn't ask, oh, would you guys like to go? They said, oh, we're going. Because the Ed said a couple times, he's like, oh, I'm tired. I'm not hungry. I ate on the plane. Really, I don't need to eat. And they're like, oh, we're going. We're going out. So did you see Zied's, you saw Zied's glasses. We all mm-hmm. know Zied's glasses, right? Did you see Fabulous. his, did you see his sunglasses? I did not. So, okay. They're wilder than his regular glasses. And I'm pretty sure he's watching Darcy Stacy because his regular glasses are Florian glasses, right? The, Florian rocked those creeper glasses. Okay. No one looks worse than Florian in those glasses. Ziad looks good in the glasses. I'm saying he's, no one looks yeah. worse. Yeah. Oh, no, he looks better. But he d- For sure. Oh, Ziad looks good in those glasses. That's actually true. But his sunglasses that he was wearing on the car ride from the airport, mm-hmm. those were straight off of Darcy's face. Ooh, I have they to were, check it out. They were LA. They were Hollywood. Those were Hollywood mm, glasses. Like thick frames? They were, oh. I want to say asymmetrical. I think that's the word. Asymm- like they had weird angles to them and stuff. Mm. I'm telling you, Darcy wears glasses like this. And again, Zied kind of pulling them off, kind of pulling off these glasses. His style has really stepped up. I think he's going, I'm coming to America. Let me dress as the Americans mm. do. But clearly he Googled New York City or Los Angeles and saw what they wore there in those cities. He didn't Google Canton, Georgia. I mean, Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, but definitely not Canton. So they roll up to this restaurant. Shout out to the Canton Ice House. They're going to eat. They're going to eat. They're going to drink. I guess Ziet's not going to drink because. He's going to get those, not chicken fingers. Fish and chips. Fish fingers. Fish and chips. Fish and chips. Yeah. Do fish have fingers? When I was a kid, my mom used to make me fish fingers. Really? That's what you call it? I guess, Mm -hmm. yeah, fish sticks. That makes sense. So 
they're all having dinner. Tiffany and Mike are just getting more and more skeptical over dinner because they see the way Rebecca acts with the end. And they're like, well, sure, Rebecca is in love. Is oh, to- so is in love. totally smitten with Ziyed, but they don't totally see Ziyed showing love to Rebecca. But again, it's his culture. Mm-hmm. You're in public in a new place, unfamiliar with these people in your surroundings. You're probably going to be a little more reserved. Yeah, for sure. So out of nowhere, Micah asks Ziyed, what, what do you plan on doing for work? And Ziyed's like, looks like he's caught on candid camera. So surprised by this question. And he says he's not thinking about work. Which Red flag for the kids. Not the best answer. I don't know why he didn't just tell them he's an HVAC tech or, oh, I just studied. I got my HVAC certification. Certification. That was a weird pronunciation. (laughs) Certification. (gasps) But to say, I'm not thinking much about work. I'm just going to sit at home. He's like, I'm just going to sit at home. Well, to defend him a little bit. Remember our first date. We were talking. Mm -hmm. I was so nervous. And you you asked me, what kind of a music do I like? And I said, I don't like music. Yeah, that was a red flag because music is my number one passion. And I love music. Music is one of my biggest passions. So I was just so caught off guard that I didn't think of, oh, which band do I like? And I, of course, I have my favorites, but I was like, how cool are you? Like, are you going to judge me? So instead of me <laughs> just saying something, I was like, well, I don't like music, which was so stupid. I couldn't believe you said that. I clarified it later. I was like, I do love music. I was just caught off guard and I didn't, you know, I didn't know what to answer because I love so many artists that which one do I pick to look cool on the first date? You know, this kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. You over, you froze. You were overthinking and you froze. So I almost feel like he did that too. Like he probably was thinking of a few things he might want to do. It's like we all, you know, if you are unemployed or in between jobs, you're thinking of, oh, what would be my dream job? Something yeah, I want to do. What's worse, him going, I'm not thinking about work just yet, or pulling a Sinjin and being like, I want to be an opera singer, or maybe a firefighter, or maybe start my own business, or maybe I don't know. Like, I feel like I didn't, I didn't think it was too bad what he said. I can see the red flag for the kids, well, like Stephanie and Micah, but I think he was caught off guard. Again, his command of the English language is not that Mm -hmm. great. And we have to remember, he doesn't have a work permit. So he can't just go to work the next day. So maybe that's why he's saying, I'm not thinking about work yet because he can't work. Correct. And also, let's think of all the other guys. Alexei didn't know what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Andre was in between all these jobs and he's still a stay-at-home mom or yeah. dad, whatever. <laughs> like, there was so many, like so many of these foreigners came to the U.S. didn't know what they wanted to do. Most they were of just them, I a handful, like. exactly handful or not even a handful. A few of them knew, like Yara wants to do makeup. Right, open right? up a store, a salon. Yeah. yeah, a few of them had an idea. Pa wants to be a model. Well, but she, I don't think she's a model, but I think she like changed her past. Yeah. But, you know, a few of them did end up doing what they said they wanted to do, but most of them didn't know. They had no idea. Right. I get it. It's a fair question to ask your could be or soon to be father or father-in-law what he wants to do for work. But his answer was an honest one. And I think maybe it's because he knows he's not going to be working anytime Mm -hmm. soon until he gets that visa. So 
That's Rebecca and Zied. I'm mm-hmm. happy he made it. He's in the States. He's here. He's here. King Z is here. Remember when we watched the the first other way? Mm, probably. That we actually liked? Yeah. That's how we met Rebecca Was, and Zied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And we were saying, oh my God, we hope he gets to the US. <laughs> and he is here. He's probably the second person that I want to come to the US. The first well, is... Junior. Michael. Oh my god. I want to see Michael in America. I want to see Michael in America so so bad. And they would both be in Georgia. Wait, <laughs> Michael and Z. Wasn't wasn't Angela arguing or almost fighting with Rebecca on one of those yeah, towels? I think so. I think they were getting mm-hmm, like they're getting a little a little heated. Teresa's punching her fist together. That was the sound. I thought it's going to sound a little better but it yeah. didn't. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. But they would both be in Georgia and I think I want to see Michael in America first and foremost, but Zied is a close mm-hmm. second. And here he is. Let's see how he responds. Let's oh, see. Oh, yeah. We are here for it. All right. Let's talk about our next couple, Tarzel. Little Tariq and Hazel. So Hazel's second day in the States, and the two of them are in the disaster area that is Tariq's bedroom. Mm-hmm. One quick thought. I don't think I ever realized that each couple films at a different time. Yeah, we've talked Somehow about this. Somehow in my head, I always think it's all filmed at the same time. Let's say, oh, they have three months to film. They follow these six couples, period. But that's not true as we no. learn. Some are filming in March, some in August, mm-hmm. some Jovi and Yard, December 2019 is what we saw. And that's what made me thinking about this. No, yeah, it's it's all different times. It's not the real world. They all don't show up to a house at a certain time and film for a few months. No, it's all they're all on different timelines. So this is this is Hazel's second day in the States. In Tariq's bedroom. That is an absolute mess. I mean, 90 Day is just stealing storylines now. They've stolen from I love a mama's boy. Now they're stealing from hoarders. <laughs> because it's just that room. Well, I could not why, sleep in that room. That's why Hazel's there. She's getting yeah. clean. Yeah, hopefully. It needs to be clean. So Tariq drops a bomb. A lot of that stuff in his room is Ari's because Ari sleeps with Tariq. And she has for the past seven years. Apparently, that's not going to change. Mm. Probably something you should have told your fiance. Before she moved in. Reminds me of Robert and Annie. It's totally a Robert and Annie situation with Bryson. Mm-hmm. And Annie just wanted to get her bang on and Bryson's just there. Except Ari. Ari, I think, is less intrusive than Bryson. I get it. because Bryson's got too much energy. Oh, too much energy. But Ari has Ari's autistic. And yeah. as we know, Tariq wasn't really dating anyone. Like, seriously, that he would, you know bring them home right so it's almost natural that she sleeps with him i guess i agree but as we saw ari doesn't stay with Tariq seven days a week so there's a few days where she's not sleeping in Tariq's bedroom so but i think he has the he has the full custody hmm I think, right. I think you're right. I think i think he has the full custody and maybe he spent some time with Tariq's parents or Maybe her real mom, but I feel yeah. like he has the full custody. So, look, I get it. I get this is how it's been for the past seven years. But good I, for him for like taking this on. Sure, as a single dad, for sure, 
for sure. But you can't blame Hazel for wanting to be able to sleep with Tariq. Agreed. In a room by themselves. Okay. Like you can't. You can't blame her for that. This is what my parents did with Fluffy the dog. And I'm not comparing a child to a dog. But like my, my mom loves Fluffy the dog. Yeah. Almost as much as she loves me. And she wanted Fluffy to sleep in the bed. But my dad said no. So my mom bought her a doggy bed that's on the same level as my parents' bed. So it's basically an extension of my parents' bed for Fluffy. But I think Ari needs to get out of the room completely. Yes, but maybe slowly. Maybe first you can put her bed in the room. Sure. Just not like in the same bed and like slowly she can, you know, figure it out, move on. But I think it's so important for a new couple. And I consider... Tariq and Hazel a new couple because cumulatively they haven't spent that much time together. So I think it's so important for a new couple to have their alone time, to be able to share a bed together and have those moments and bond. For sure. And Ari will be there for the other 18 hours a day, but they need some alone time. They need that. And I get it. It can't just be, hey, you know, surprise, Ari, you're no longer sleeping in my bedroom. But I think there does need to be that separation. Slowly, they need to probably, you know, teach her. And again, you can put a bed in the same room to begin with. And yeah, look at us being child psychologists. Just I'm just basing. (laughs) We have no idea if this is. I'm just basing this off of Fluffy. And I'm basing it off of Hazel, who says, "I think this is going to kill the romance, and we Mm. need to have our own space." So. Okay, speaking of Ari, Tariq leaves to go pick up Ari from her mom's house because this is the day. This is the day Hazel and Ari are going to finally meet. So Tariq comes back 30 minutes later with Ari and she walks in and Hazel kind of just creeps down the stairs, right? Slowly creeps down the stairs, unsure of the situation. But basically, immediately, Hazel and Ari bond. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful thing. It is. Hazel picks her up cuddles Ari. Ari's smiling, totally accepts Hazel. Hazel's loving Ari. It was super sweet to see. It was important to see. But it it was was also sad. Well. You know why? Why? Because Hazel has her own child back in the Philippines that she was missing while, you know, being with Ari. And as much as she said, you know, she, Ari's very cute and she's so happy she met her. It made her miss her own child even more. I know this isn't the right analogy, but it's what popped into my head as you were saying that. It's almost like Hazel's cheating on Harry. Hazel is giving her motherly love mm-hmm. to another child and not giving it to her own child. The only thing is Hazel didn't have her child in a full custody. Mm. I think she had him in a minor custody or whatever it's called that she okay. saw him once a week. Partial custody. It, the boy lives with the dad and a stepmom. Right, right. So that's probably going to make it even harder for Harry to come to I, the States. That's what I was thinking too. But I was happy to see, because we do know that Ari is autistic, I was happy to see that they could have that bond. They could oh, create yeah. that bond immediately. Sure, it was beautiful. It wasn't overwhelming. But forget Hazel being overwhelming, this new person in your life. I was really impressed with how Ari handled the production crew, the lights, the mm-hmm. cameras. Like she didn't seem bothered by I was, that. I was thinking about it. I was surprised that Tariq actually has her being part of this. I know. 
I know. I was right? surprised. You think he would want to shield her from mm-hmm. from the cameras. And let's be honest, 90 Day, us as fans and podcasters, we can be a little cruel. We can be a little cruel. And we, we try not to talk to talk about kids. But, oh, we never did. But people do. People do. Yeah, that's, that's mean. People talk about Drusilla all the time. Well, that's, talk- that's just disgusting, I have to say. Right. Like, leave the poor kids alone. Like, the kids... Like the kids shouldn't be on the show, and if they are, okay, cool. Just look at them as oh, they're there, but right. don't talk about them. The adults chose to put themselves on national TV. They've seen the show. Yeah. They know it's going to come from it. The kids are innocent bystanders, and they don't need to take heat from us viewers. But so I'm with you. I was kind of surprised Tariq put her on the screen, but she's so cute. She's so lovable. I Very think everyone's. Cute. I think everyone is going to love her. You can't. You can't say one bad thing no. about her. I mean, I love this moment. As you shouldn't. I love this moment. So, question. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Tariq does for work? Yes. Do we know this? Mm-hmm. He's a real estate agent. I can't believe I thought I, like, solved this mystery because in this scene, he has two hats hanging on the wall with the National Association of Realtors logo on it. We've known this since the first time he appeared on 90 uh, Day. I know. It wasn't, Where a big, were you? it wasn't a big secret <laughs> when I Googled it, but I completely forgot that. Yeah, he, he talked about it this season too. Like he sells houses. Yeah. That's why he called his house a regular middle-sized American home. Because he's a pro. Which I agree with. He's, he's specials in hoarding houses. <laughs> but, okay, I'm glad you knew that. I didn't. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. I guess it wasn't a secret. Anyways. It was not. <laughs> Anyways, so. Okay. And I guess he is kind of successful because he seems like he does well for himself. You know, he has a nice house, na- yeah. a nice guy, takes yeah. care of his daughter yeah. and Hazel. Yeah, and another lady in Thailand. He's been a realtor for 16 years, almost as long as he's been going to the ARE. True. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. It's a new day. It's nighttime, actually. It's a new night. And Tariq and Hazel, they're getting ready for a little shindig, a little soiree, as Tariq says. He's a gonna, little barbecue for the rest of the world. He's going to have his friends over. They're coming over to meet Hazel. They're going to get a little loose, then blame it on the ah, 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 lemon twist vodka. Jesus. Shout out to Hot Sauce, Tariq's single <laughs> that I was listening to on Spotify today. I can't believe it's on Spotify. Yeah, it was really sad. I clicked on it and Spotify will tell you how many listens it has. Uh-huh. And I think it was like less than a thousand. Well, th- that's still a decent amount. Less than a thousand? That's yeah. like what this podcast gets. Yeah, and we're so proud of it. I know, but I'm saying Tariq's on national television with his hit song Hot Sauce and he's getting less than a thousand listens. He's going to get there. Maybe he just uploaded it. Yeah. So, okay, the friends arrive and it's just you mean the la- girlfriends? It's lady after lady after lady. And there's a one dude. One dude. Right? Yeah, there was one dude yeah. and like four ladies. I mean, it's okay. He has lady friends, and as we learned, Tariq was a little wild back then. Yeah. One of the lady lived right below Tariq. Well, I thought you were gonna tell our friends what you told me when we were watching the episode. As these girls are piling into the house Teresa goes Hazel's gonna be happy about this oh yeah she's like (laughs) oh look at all these ladies is it for me yeah I got some girlfriend options right now but yeah so they come in they're super sweet they bring Hazel a gift how was so when I saw all these ladies my first thought as you said I was like wow 
Hayes is gonna loving this. And my second thought was like, or is she? Or is she gonna get mad at Tariq for having so many girlfriends? Right, right. No, that was my first thought. And she was so cool with it. Well, they brought her a gift, which was really nice. Because You know what made me sad? She said she has never received a gift from a friend because none of her friends have money. That's, yeah, that was so sad. That was so sad. Yeah, I'm thinking about that. It's like, but the gift was very thoughtful. A scarf? Because, no, the scarf, the color. Uh, was it powder blue? It was a powder blue I- scarf. <laughs> and that's why I thought this is so beautiful because it's not just, oh, they picked something up. Like, ugh, let me meet Tariq's girl. They right. actually put some thought into it. Do you think Tariq's next single is going to be powder blue? That would be great. Powder blue? <laughs> Maybe. So all of a sudden, Hazel's talking to the friends and is like, was Tariq crazy back in the day? And his friends are like, oh, it was a blur, girl. And then one, of the friends, one of the friends starts talking about how his bedroom was above hers. Mm-hmm. So let's just say neither of them got a lot of sleep because it was just a lot of Jeez. banging. Um, then everyone starts talking about Hazel's son and... Hazel gets a little emotional. And it was a beautiful moment to not her being emotional, but, you know, Tariq's friends seeing her being genuine and caring about yeah. her life and her family. And but what I thought was interesting, and I totally agree with it, Tariq was saying, we're planning on bringing the son here in one year, in mm-hmm. a year, because we need some time to figure out is if the two of us work, which I think is smart. Because the kid has his, you know, father and a stepmom back in the Philippines. And you would not want to drag a kid across the ocean for a test drive. No, I think Unless you're the only person for the kid. I think he's waiting to see how Hazel reacts oh, yeah. to, to the news about Minty. Ooh, I was going to say how Hazel gets along with Ari, but I forget about Minty. No, we're going to see. You don't want to start the papers. You don't want to start the process of Harry's visa and then be like, so I've been talking to Minty. And then Hazel's like, I don't think it's going to be that crazy just because Hazel was involved with Minty. Yeah, but the reason they broke up was because Hazel got jealous. So there's the jealousy factor here, which makes it way worse that Tariq was still talking to her. Let's see. Let's see how that's going to end up. Because we saw on scenes from the next that it comes out. Well, I was in a bathroom, so I I clearly don't know. You're getting very personal about being in the bathroom. Listen, between the end and our life, we have about five minutes. Yeah. I got to empty my bladder. Jeez. (laughs) You know, if I'm being that honest. You're being very honest. So we're going to see, I think, that confession that Tariq was speaking of Minty on the next episode. So, okay, anything else with Tarzol? Nothing else. I think it was beautiful and sad, and I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. Well, speaking of sad, we got one more couple, if you can even call it a couple. Oh, Stefania. Stephanie and (laughs) Ryan, or as Teresa says, Stefania, because I don't know. (laughs) I I just felt like saying that. You did it. You said it. I did. You said it. (laughs) I feel very free on this podcast. I almost feel like I'm a Howard Stern. (laughs) Please don't start burping (laughs) on the pod. Please don't. Keep your gas to yourself. You've already told everyone you go to the bathroom. (laughs) To empty my bladder. Yes. Yes. I said almost like Howard Stern. 
Okay. Almost. All right. It almost covers all that, you know, farting and burping he does. I almost just want to let you go and see what you're going to say next. <laughs> no, you go. All right. Stephanie and Ryan. You want to be my Robin? Yeah. <laughs> Shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> Shine bright like a diamond. All right. Stephanie and Ryan. Stephanie's at home. What I feel like you had I was going to say, we do listen to Howard Stern a lot, guys. So there was a reference to Robin singing Rihanna. Yes. And it just got stuck in our heads. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, Stephanie's at home. She's cursing out her phone because she learned the reopening of the Belizean borders have been pushed back once again due to COVID. So she's trying to contact Ryan to talk to him about this news, but she can't connect with him. He's not answering his phone. Classic Ryan. Classic Ryan. So it's been about nine months since she's seen Ryan. And I think that's kind of getting in her head. She's missing him, but she's also skeptical of what he's doing. There's not really much trust there. And so when he doesn't answer, it's just driving her a little Mm -hmm. crazy. And I mean, it would drive me crazy too. Especially knowing the history. She knows that Ryan talks to ladies. She knows that... You know, Ryan is not a saint. Yeah, neither is if she. If I may say that. Neither is she. Come on. Well, she banged his cousin, as Yikes. we know. Shout out to Harris. So, <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie feels like now is the time to get to Belize. It's more important than ever because the distance is hurting the relationship, forcing them further and further apart. She's not happy. She's going mad. So, She finds solace. She finds comfort by talking to her cat. And what does she say to her cat? She's like, I don't remember because I found it so weird. (laughs) Where's Daddy Ryan? Where's Daddy Ryan? Are you going to share your bed with Daddy Ryan? Are you going to share your milk with him? Are you going to share your milk with him? She's getting a little too... Too personal. This is creepier than Pop-Pop Joe sharing his salad with Julia. That wasn't creepy at all. That was just a nice gesture from an old man. <laughs> just because he's old, you think it's not creepy. Who I share, love Who old shares a salad with a stranger? I love old people. I know. But, I know. But you can't defend. You can't defend. You're going to share your your milk oh, with I'm Daddy Oh, I'm not defending it at all. you can share your milk with Daddy Ryan? So creepy. So creepy. So Stephanie tries to call him one more time, losing her temper because he's not answering. What's the time difference? Mm, that's a good question. She's in Michigan she, wh- and he's in Belize. I think she, Michigan is East Coast. No. Yes. No, it's, yes. it's got to No, Michigan's Central Time. Is it? Yeah, for sure. Maybe part, part of Michigan. So it's, oh my gosh. It's an hour earlier in Belize than it is here. What? Yeah. So, okay. I think Michigan's definitely central time. I think it's also Eastern time. It is Eastern. Okay. But Belize, so Belize is an hour earlier than Michigan. Oh, well, Belize. It's basically the same. Let's just say with an hour difference, it's basically the same time. Well, like Belize is next to Mexico and Guatemala. Basically, you can drive from Belize to Cancun. It's like right below okay. Mexico. So it's not like when you're trying to call your family and check and there's a no. six hour difference and you got to time it just right. Otherwise, someone's sleeping. Hmm. It's basically the same time zone. So he should pick up. Yeah. Pick up? 
Ryan. Take up. So, okay. Yeah, Stephanie's trying to call him one more time, losing her mind because he's not answering. And she's like, my cat is sick. I'm trying to run a business. It's like, well, your cat's sick because you feed it key lime yogurt, Stephanie. <laughs> so that one's on you. But, I, I mean, I get it. He's not answering. She's getting nervous. So he doesn't pick up. She's pissed. This is the time. This is usually the time, I think, where she would go bang Harris. Mm. But he's far away, too. So now she's all alone, just stuck with her hula hoops and <laughs> and her cats. So cut to later in the day. Stephanie, she's hula hooping. Stephanie is hula hooping, trying to, trying to work out that stress that Ryan's causing her. And Stephanie goes to FaceTime one more, one more time. You got one more shot. Finally, he picks up and he starts saying, sorry, I've been not even sorry. I'm making that up. He doesn't say sorry. He says, I've been so busy working at the resort, working quotation marks, volunteering at the resort because Stephanie is paying. He's like, nothing makes me happier than like making my own money. Yeah. If he only knew. If only he knew. So Stephanie goes, Ryan, have you heard about the borders not opening? And he's like, nope. Wow. I don't I don't think he wants to have anything to do with her. I don't He's get it. He's a total, total sugar mama if the relationship is real. He's a sugar mama? She is a total sugar mama oh, if yeah. the relationship is even real. Yeah. What is what is even greater than a sugar mama? Because she has far surpassed sugar mama. Sugar grandma? No. I mean, like, what's greater <laughs> than sugar? Oh. Like a caramel. Like a caramel mama. You know that caramel is sugar? Right, but like... Like Maybe boiled, a honey, a like honey, boiled. a honey mama. She is because honestly, she is taking the sugar mama title and just been like, well, I won't just pay for you. I'll pay for you and your family and I'll get you a job and pay for that, too. And I buy watches. And I buy you watches. And But then he did, does not ask for it. She just buys it for him. Yeah. Apparently. Oh, he doesn't ask for it because he doesn't need to ask for it because she just sends it to him. If that stops, if those watches stop coming... Oh, he'll start asking. Believe me. So, yeah, Ryan's getting a little bit bitchy. A little bit bitchy, saying he doesn't want those gifts. A little bit? A lot. He is the worst. He's really the worst. If someone spoke to me the way he spoke to her, I would literally be like, we're done. Can you tell me what in the world Stephanie sees in him? I have no idea. I have no idea. no idea. I don't think he's good looking. No. He's... Not driven. He's rude. He's got a bad attitude. He doesn't even seem like he loves her because it gets to a point in the conversation where Stephanie's like, I don't even know if you can come here, the borders. And he's like, you know, it'd be cool to come see the other side of the world. Oh, yeah. And he was like, oh, I was born in Belize and I'm going to die in Belize. Right. saying. Big middle finger to Stephanie. I would like to go into the U.S. just to have fun and just go back to Belize. Right. I honestly don't get it. I think I've said it on the podcast before. Stephanie is an attractive lady. She's successful. Mm-hmm. She could find a lot of guys in a Michigan. A lot. Not just in Michigan, just anywhere. She's a catch. Yeah. She's a little crazy. She talks to her oh, cat. Totally crazy, but they're crazy guys who are a catch. I really don't. I get it. He's young. He's young, and maybe she likes the idea of a foreigner. Oh, that's exotic. That's yeah. sexy. Oh, I think like Darcy does, Stacy does. Okay, but Darcy is legitimately crazy 
and not attractive. I don't think Darcy is attractive. I think she used to be. I think she screwed herself up. I think up. she, yes. I, I think Darcy would be attractive if she didn't have so many surgeries. Sure, sure. But I was going to say, Ryan is rude. Ryan is whatever. But you said he's not driven, which I don't think, I would say he is driven. He just doesn't have opportunities. And Stephanie being the sugar mama that she is, she created an opportunity for him. Sure. And now he, he's like, oh, I'm working my ass off, which I'm sure he does, but he doesn't know that she pays for right. it. <laughs> so in his eyes, he is a hard worker and you cannot be mad at him for doing that because basically Stephanie did this for him. That's true. Maybe he is, maybe he is driven. So I still am confused about the appeal of Ryan, but hey, Hey, she seems like she's into it and you can't fault her for that, I guess, but it's confusing. Well, they basically broke up because Ryan told her like, he does, basically said he doesn't care. Right, right. But then Stephanie goes like, you know what, F him, whatever. But if we break up, we need to break up in person, which made me think like, okay, they're probably going to make it happen. She's probably going to end up going there. This is a couple. You asked me, Jovi and Yara. Do you think they'll make it? I think, or you asked me, Natalie and Mike, yeah. do you think they'll I make think it? I think Jovi and Yara will make it. You asked me, Natalie and Mike, do you think they'll mm-hmm. make it? And I said, yes. Ryan and Stephanie, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say double no. Yeah, I don't think they're going to make unless, it to the altar. Unless we see them together. Even if we see them together, they've apparently been in a relationship for three years and this is how it's going. Mm-hmm. Not good. Oh, yeah. All signs pointing to no. Oh, totally. Yeah, I... I'm going to guess they're not going to make it. But, hey, we can be surprised. We can be, we've, we've been, yeah, we've been surprised in the past. So that was really about it for Stephanie and Ryan, unless mm-hmm. you have anything. I, what I'm just thinking, why doesn't Ryan get a proper intro? You know, like, hey, I'm Ryan, I'm, I live in Belize, this is my house, this is my mom. You know how everyone gets the intro, Amira Galwana, even right. though she wasn't with um, Andrew, right? Everyone got an intro about Ryan. Well, you're basically asking, why isn't there a camera crew there? Well, I don't think there was a camera crew in France. I think Amira did it herself. Oh. Why doesn't he do it himself? He must have a smartphone since he has freaking 10 watches. Yeah. You know, or so, they could send it to him. Why doesn't he do a proper intro for us? Because I think, honestly, that's his attitude. He. But you are on the show regardless. You Does know, he want to be on the show? Like, Does he want to be on the show? Well, I still go back to my theory of Stephanie's business is hurting. And she said, let's be on this show. I want to get some publicity. I want to. But do you think. So I don't think when they signed up for the show, COVID was happening. I think you sign up in advance. Mm-hmm. Then you must. You don't think it takes a while to get approved someone, and everything? Someone asked Jovi on like an Instagram. You know how they'll always say, ask me a question. Yeah. They'll answer. Someone asked Jovi. Like, why did you go on this show? I think it was him. And he basically responded, spur of the moment, applied, and it happened so fast. It made, oh. it, it, made it seem like they applied, and within weeks they were on the show. Well, maybe, you know, if we get another cast member on the show with us yeah. on our live. We'll ask about the process. Yeah, if they can talk about it. You know, no details, just like, how fast does it happen? Like, I'm sure it's different for everyone. I'm sure you look at Jovi and Yara and go... 
this is the dynamic that made this franchise successful in the first place. Well, yes, but I'm sure there is a protocol for everyone. You don't apply and get approved within a week. I'm sure they look at you. They must do. I don't do, know. As, as you, I think they do background as, checks. Oh, they definitely do background checks. But as you pointed out, everyone's being filmed on a different timeline. So they might have looked at Amira and Andrew and gone, eh, we'll hold off on signing you guys. There might be more exciting couples out there, but they find... They find Jovi and Yara and go, yup, let's start filming tomorrow. Maybe. So, again, I think Stephanie maybe just wants the publicity for her business. That's all I'm going to say. There's been a lot of talk about her business on this show. I know it was hurting during COVID. It had to have been hurting during COVID. As many other businesses. Sure. And I think Ryan is probably like, you signed me up for this. I don't want any part of this. Born in Belize is going to die in Belize. Mm -hmm. So, maybe production's asking me to take some selfie videos I'm not going to answer your calls and I'm not going to answer the call to film myself from production. That's I think a good I, I think that's his personality. That's his attitude. So that's Stephanie and Ryan, Brandon and Julia. Nothing with these love bugs. Mm-mm. Nothing with these love chickens. This no, the week. love sheep. <sighs> Nothing the with the love, love sheep. sheep. But that's fine. I think I needed a Betty breather. I was going to say a Betty break. I needed a Betty break. Yeah. So that's it. That's Sunday night. That's 90 Day Fiance how for long, you. How long is our podcast? I feel like we've been talking forever. It's about two hours and 20 minutes at this point. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so again, guys, thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy in Love because we're going to put up that poll. We're going to start covering one 90 Day Fiance journey from Discovery Plus. And we want to know who's it going to be. Is it going to be... Colt? Is it going to be Darcy? Is it going to be I'm sure Danielle and Muhammad. Muhammad? I'm trying to think. Who did we say we were going to do? <laughs> Man, yeah, it has been two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah, so keep an eye out for that because we're not doing it just for ourselves. Halfly, if that's a word. Mm-hmm. Half for ourselves because we just want to talk about these train wrecks. But we also want to do it True. for you. So we want to make sure we're covering a couple that you guys want to hear. So please weigh in. If you don't want to hear us talk about any of those couples, shoot us a message. Tell us, don't. Do a write-in. Do a a write-in vote. Maybe your candidate's not on the ballot. Write it in. Tell us who you want. And we'll weigh that too. So thanks for listening, guys. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening right now. If you want us to read your review on the podcast, we'll sure try to get to it. Just make sure you leave it on Apple Podcasts. And that's it. That's all I got to say for now. Anything else from you, Teresa? You smell so good. It's been a two-hour podcast and you still smell wonderful. Thank you. You smell wonderful too. I smell terrible. You smell wonderful. I also think it's because we're married. We just smell each other and it smells wonderful. We smell probably the same. We've been stuck in the same apartment for (laughs) month after month. That's what it smells like. It smells like us. That's very true. All right. We will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.